were listening to Shooting Scooters, the Flames of War, Team Yankee, Favourite Nation, Narm and Great World Podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues firmly our cheeks, our hands as flat to the ground and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us on our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop online at Battlefield Hobbies because Hammy has apparently started running adult entertainment events. If nice dice are your vice, be sure to check out DiceOfWar.com.au our podcast sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. And if you want to pay for something you could do it for free, you can now also become a patron supporter by following the link on the Breakthrough Assault blog. Pay one pound a month for your chance to also become internet famous. I'm Eddie Fez Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England. I'm joined by my co-host Duncan, better late than never, Gosling. My voice is back now, though. You got my dulcet tones. And Lee, can't lose a tournament if I never play, Parnell. Exactly. Some in 100% record. Welcome to episode 65 the 1st of 2022. Lee, what are we talking about tonight? Well, tonight we are be going over faces, bases, something, something, about what we've been painting. We'll be going from loose to the, fr- loose to the front, to about what we've been playing. We'll then have loose lips, sink ships, and we talk about the 2021 end of year video from Battlefront, looking ahead to 22. We'll then have a quick look at our 2021 year in review, and set ourselves some goals for 2022. And then we'll have events and shoot and scoot. So, Duncan, what have you been painting and or building? I've just been building again. I've been building many, many things, though. Many things. I had a bit of a spurt. So I've built... Um, what have I built Take since last time? I know. <laughs> I've had a bit of a, a shuffy on. Ooh. I know. So I've built... I built eight 251 half-tracks. Okay. So uh, first Panzer Grenadiers. I bought built three Stugs, some Panzer Fours. I think five Panzer Fours, uh, four M18s. Um, yeah, I think that's been it. Oh, I, th- I think I think I spoke about it last time. I finished off the the Lees and stuff, so they're all done. Oh, and I built five Hetzers. Right. So I had a bit of a German build on, and I've got some building now for some the gun tracks for the German uh, 251s. So the 251 gun platoons and mortar platoons. Interestingly, until you sent me that picture of that sprue, I didn't realize you got both sets on the yeah, sprue. Buddy. So I can build the six half-tracks I need, I think, for the uh, pack, the what they, the short 75s, yeah. and then still build the um, mortar ones. And then I'll have, I've got a spare box of transport ones as well. So that will round out, that will give me two full platoons of Panzer Grenadiers in half tracks, the two, or the, sorry, the four mortar carriers and the six 75mm guns. So I think that will be in good good stead for uh, Panzer Grenadiers. I don't know what I'm going to do with them yet. I keep toying around <laughs> with different different ideas. I was going to go, um, I was originally going to do them just as Panzer Grenadiers, just general Panzer Grenadiers. And then I remembered I've got that SS... Um, Panzer Grenadier Company that I got from Forged in Battle. Yep. So I've got those miniatures still. Are you going to be baddies? Well, I, I could be the proper baddies. I was originally going to do them with 17th SS. I think, the, was it Gotts von Birkenlichten or something like that? The, um, they're the ones over by the, the Americans. Right. So they were the Panzer Grenadier Regiment that was assigned to um, the oh, sort of opposite the Americans in D-Day on the... Um, what do you call it? Cobra. They were the ones that were smashed in Cobra. Um, and their special thing is they get two platoons of Marders, which is, Ooh. you know, it's all right. 
quite nice. Um, or I was going to do them. I think this might be the winner, though. They might actually turn into um, the 21st Panzer for 1945. Because oh. I have been looking at that. So that would give me 21st Panzer on all three fronts then. Mm, sweet. Mm, which would be quite nice. And I quite like the... the so the, the formation... I had a look at the 20th, I think it is, Panzer Grenadier formation from uh, Bagration or the, the unit card. And it's one of those ones that you lose some stats to gain some point savings. Yeah. Um, but also, I like the way that the Bagration formation lets you take, obviously, the tanks in formation. But also, with the Panzer Grenadiers, you can take the second Panzer Grenadier platoon without half-tracks. Yes. So it gives you just that sort of ragtaggy effect, if you like, for the latter part of the war. Right, yep. But, I mean, they didn't they didn't fight in... Um, I think the, the next operation they actually fought in, so I think they were rebuilding through the end of 44, and then they took part in Nordwind. So they weren't in um, the Bulge itself. So even with the Bulge book coming up, there might be some stuff in there, but they were still just a Panzer Grenadier uh, unit and, you know, nothing nothing special. But that, that might be a winner, because I think it would be quite cool to have, because um, I can do them in sort of Eastern Front banged up, so I'd have them for Normandy. Yeah. Um, for the desert and then for the end of the war where they capitulate and surrender to the Soviets. Also, um, there's a camp group von Luck. Um, he, he has his own camp group towards the end of the war again. And uh, again, that's part of the, the fighting around Norwind. Um, yeah. or in Norwind. So, yeah, might do that. The uh, I would quick shout out though about the M18s. Nice little kit to put together they are. But I realised that I probably should have left the machine guns off on the top because the crew right. are going to be a bit fiddly to get into oh what was the guns uh, there already yeah. yeah so I hadn't thought about that until I looked and went oh that looks that's really nice yeah that goes together long always do the MGs till last yeah probably should have left them off like I, I thought I'll leave the crew out because they'll be a pain to paint and then yeah didn't think oh actually once they are painted how am I going to get them in that side of the, the turret because it's a tiny tiny turret it's weird like the actual space inside it's, it's pretty you know compact um, yeah, it's a lovely, it's a nice kit. It's a very nice kit. So that's what I've been doing. Yeah, mostly playing around with things in my ideas in my head again and, and building stuff. Building lots of plastic stuff, actually. It's amazing what is in plastic now. I know, yeah, it creeps sometimes. up on you, isn't it? Yeah, definitely forget sometimes. There's more plastic to come, as we'll cover later. Well, exactly. Well, that's quite exciting. That they're, Some of the stuff they have mentioned doing in plastic is uh yeah unexpected as well you got some little sneaky sneaky peeks as well haven't you on some of the sprues yeah yeah some of the things we noticed yeah lee lee identified some eyeballs some stuff he got his jane's tank <laughs> yep went tank by tank through the book going yeah it's not that one it's not that one exactly <laughs> what does it i'd like to think that's like? what he did when reality he just innately knew it straight away it was like, oh that's yeah. it I, I must be. It was more like that. I just sort of recognised the front plate. But yeah. hey, wait a minute! That's not a comet front plate. What? Oh, spoilers! Spoilers! That's content, Eddie. That's yeah, so content. We'll, we'll, yeah, we're it's recording. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lee, what are you yeah. being? So I've just been. I haven't painted anything since I finished off the. Um, what was the last one I did? Martyrs, wasn't it? Uh, so what I've been working since is just getting some Panzer fours ready. 
I was discussing with you guys about how many Panzer fours do I really need? All of them. Yes. It's, I mean, it's, it is tricky because they're, they're going to get cheaper as well, right? That's the, the, the thing is that towards... But then they're going to be the wrong mark. Oh, yeah, because I'm like, these are all mid-war ones, yeah. Well, there's not... So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're doing mid-war, definitely, aren't you? So, yeah. the, the, the difference between the H and the J isn't a whole heap, is it, visually? No. Oh, so, I mean, I, so I... Yeah, so previously I bought, like, three boxes of PSC Panzer Fours and three boxes of PSC Panzer Threes. With the intention of doing, like, a whole company of Panzer Fours for the desert. I think when we're talking it through, this, you know, I think you guys talked me around to the idea of doing half of them for the desert and half of them for Eastern Front. It's, it's just because they're so expensive in the middle. They you, are. You, to get a whole company, you're gonna, they're going to be, what, the 10 points each, something like that? Yeah. So I built eight. So I built eight of them up. And I've done four as the, stum, the short barrel F ones, mm-hmm. and I built four up as the long barrel F twos. On the F twos, I've put two of them with commander hatches, so one could be the formation HQ for a Panzer um, formation. Yep. But what I realised belatedly was that Panzer fours can't mix and match like the Panzer threes can. Yes. Because oh, yes. Panzer fours can only be Panzer fours plus a support between the Panzer twos. Yeah. You can't have a Panzer III platoon in there. Whereas Panzer III's, you can have a Panzer IV platoon in. How weird. Hmm. You are right, but I'd, I'd forgotten about that as well. So, I'm gonna go, so I've got them done. I'm going to get the four, the four short ones painted up as priority because they actually fit in with my planned list for that, that go if I have to play. And then I'll return back to the, the actual F2s if I get time after doing the Panzer III's. So, yeah. Hmm. So, well, that's just basically I've got some prep work done, basically. Over Christmas. So, Eddie, what have you been up to? Uh, I have started building a 135th scale Cromwell. Oh. Because that's totally towards all of my hobby goals. <laughs> oh, Eddie. Um, fall- yeah. <laughs> the 1st of January, you've fallen off the wagon already. No, I've, I've got a, a, a super good plan, um, as you know my hobby plans are. So, my, my, my old man uh, over Christmas was buying essentially enough stock to create his own MIG ammo weathering supplies. <laughs> and I really, I, but, of course you discouraged him heavily from doing this. Well, he just I, if he used it, it would be fine. I was like, that's cool, but he just never gets around to using it. So he's got all these bottles and stuff, and he's got to the point where he started rebuying stuff that he's got because he's forgotten that he's got it. So um, he's doing the new Airfix 135th Cromwell, and I had an old Tamiya one. Uh, so I, I've challenged him to a hobby off. Um, and the idea is to build this Cromwell and then to weather the crap out of it. Mm. Um, and for me, it works twofold. Because one, it means that I can use weathering products on late war British green and see what I like for when I actually do my um, Cromwells and British armour. I bet you like the rusty colours. See, I don't know why. I don't see rust and World War Two tanks in my head don't work because I don't think anything's going to be around long enough to be rusty. Uh, I think it's just the complementary colour thing. It is. Mm. Um, the most the most exciting thing I found because he bought me a book about how to use the Migamo filters was actually a little pot of paint which is uh, rubber and tire colours. Right. And it's just a pre-mixed pot. Is that my Jurex? Well, yeah. Trojan for you, Tacey. Um, <laughs> trans- translating. 
True. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Sounds <laughs> awful, doesn't it? <laughs> Just a poorly, poorly thought through name for a brand. Um, so yeah, it's don't know. Just a a pot of that to kind of do all the all the road wheels and 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 wheeled vehicles. So, um, so what do you paint the grey on first, and then just slap that powdery? No, it's not it's powdery. Literally, it's just a big ammo paint. It's just a premixed. Right. Yeah, just a premixed paint color, but specifically for tires and road wheels and stuff like that. Um, oh, fair enough. To give it that slightly different shade to being not black, not quite grey, but a good mix of the two. Black grey. Yeah, black grey. It's a flare um, colour, black grey. Yeah. <laughs> it's what I use for tyres, isn't it? It's what I use for tracks. <laughs> yeah, well, this one says MIG ammo. It's designed for it, so it's got to be better, right? Are, are, serious question, though. Are they water-based? Yeah, everything that he's got, most of it, well, I say everything, most of the stuff that we get is the new acrylics, because we don't, and that one's a yeah. Uh, but I've got well, some effects and stuff, which are uh, acrylic, not acrylic, and just checking. Because yeah, I don't think I, 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 yeah, I don't think it jives with me to use. Not I've never used oil-based anything. Well, that's kind of why I wanted this scale model is such a good idea because I don't, you know, yes, it's competition, but I don't care about the yeah, finished not, product. Is it your is it your model? Or is it his model? It's my model. Oh, well, technically, so it was his model that he gave me to sell. He said, "Sell this or keep it." Because he's bought the new. That's a stupid thing to say to you, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> I did. Well, I did try to sell it at Salute. No one wanted it. Did you? Yeah, I had did it at you? fifteen quid for a Tammy kit. It's pretty good. Uh, but no one wanted to buy it. So. That sounds like a really half-hearted. Oh, well, I'll try and sell it. Oh no, I haven't. And then we came up with the better idea of actually build it and then um, use it as come. a test piece. So that is, uh, yeah, my current scale modding project is uh, is that. And then uh, I've been, well, I built some Hummels, which actually I shouldn't have done. As when we come oh. on to our New Year's resolution hobby stuff, you'll find out oh, why. Um, I'm currently building some Lanciers for my sexy Italians. How many Lanciers, Eddie? Four. Four Lanciers. Well, it could be it's eight, just, so at least it's It's like a four. Geneva Convention violation, right there. <laughs> <laughs> four Lanciers. I mean, well, I didn't have much mid, mid, you know, high AT push for the desert, so. Well, I think I think four Lancers should sort the problem out. Exactly, that's what I thought. Problem solved. And because uh, they're gun teams, they're going to be blitzing all over the place. Not gun teams, um, unarmored tank teams. Tank teams, yeah. That, so that... they can be blitzing everywhere on there. Well, I still think that's a great, the great thing about them in the Italian list over the 88s. Well, the 88s don't have the gunship, which I think is really weird. I just think that's weird. Well, they just didn't have it. What, at all? You're telling me none yeah. of the Italians bothered keeping the gunship well, on? I don't think they came with the gunship, did they? Mm. Well, the Germans went, no, 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 no gunship yeah, yeah. for you. No gunship for you. <laughs> yeah. We don't uh, care if you get shot, you're Italian. But I mean, the, the problem with that is that you have to be dug in then to have any kind of chance of really surviving yeah, surviving anything and, and the problem with being dug in then is also that you get zero in on a barrage and people just start whittling away at them yeah, whereas no, I mean, if you've got a mobile team, team no 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 not your unarmored tank teams it's not because you can move I know, I know. so no Jeez. tactical move I've got an 8 inch terrain dash cross country 10 inch the 6 up cross means that yeah terrain is not my friend but I am hit on 4 no. so 4s at range 5s if there's a, a, a low 
wall or something I can hide behind, maybe sixes. <laughs> um, but don't but, try and cross the wall. Yeah, but the thing is, though, looking at it, you've got a four-up save mm-hmm. and bulletproof cover with your gun shield, and you then have access to both blitz and shoot and scoot. Correct. Obviously yeah. not, not the same turn. No, you're not German. No, no not German. Um, and if you get your million bayonets roll, that's on a three plus. Yeah, there's quite a good chance there, because don't they count as the elite version because they're artillery? Yeah, so their basic skill is trained, four plus, but if they get yeah, the. Is it two and six? Yeah, it's one and three. Dice? No, it's two and six. Yeah, I wish I had a webcam on, you can see my face, it's got the biggest grin. <laughs> I thought I got maths wrong then. Maths is not my friend. <laughs> I was waiting for you to fall for it. I um, do words. I don't do numbers. Yep. Yeah. No. Uh, one in three or two in six chance of becoming, you know, three up skill. And mm, then I, I like them. I do like the lance here, yeah. and they're they're definitively Italian as well, aren't they? Rather they are than... absolutely massive as well. These things. They are bigger well, than the Hummels. Did I imagine well, it? A gigantic they... gun, aren't they? I think on the rating. Yeah. yeah. Did, did did they have like? Wasn't there a bigger one? They also did. Battlefront did. So in early war, the Italians had a hundred millimeter autocannon as well. Yeah, I did, which, I was, I didn't which was a naval it. gun being used as an anti-tank gun. Ah. Brilliant. If this sinks a ship, ships are bigger than tanks. It must be able to kill the tank. That's 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 the logic I like because that's that's the next one up from an anti-aircraft gun, isn't it? Naval. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Naval's the next the logical step. Brilliant. So, um, are we doing? Hmm. Did we say we we're going to do our New Year's resolutions? Yeah, uh, I'm, the, I'm not doing the New Year's resolutions because that has negative connotations. I'm going to do a positive one. Oh, okay. It's only <laughs> negative if you don't do them. Well, <laughs> do you want to go down that road, Eddie? Do you want to start? Yes. Do you want to step there? Okay. I, I I live in a glass house and I've got a <laughs> a flag eighty eight firing. <laughs> you got a trebuchet. I got a trebuchet. A repeating trebuchet. That sounds like something you have after Brussels sprouts, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you get after a night out of battle for hobbies. Exactly. Repeating, <laughs> repeating trebuchet. Sorry, Hammy. Not sorry, Hammy. <laughs> yeah, I think those onions were off. <sighs> so, uh, yeah. Good. Okay, so um, news from the front. Games been playing and all that kind of stuff. Well, you can skip over me, but you guys go nuts. We well, it'd be fair. Wait. Maybe we played um I know. Once a... you played once, I think. It's one more than me. I'm not jealous. Or yeah, we got one, we got one session in down at Mike's barn, um, didn't we? Like um literally the night. On the Wednesday night. Yeah. It was, yeah. And it was five of us there, which is always great when you're trying to do four games. Um Yeah. But we so we so we played we, it was like um, Mike had his new Black Death Soviet infantry army oh, to try out. So good. So good. with the little hundreds and I don't hundreds. know what they're called. The little sailor cape yep. on the back. The little, yeah, the little um, <laughs> you mean like collar the collar the blue collar thing at the back, yeah. yeah. Which I should know the name of being that sea cadet, but I can't remember the name of it for life of me now. I, I, but, just, um, I like sea cape. It's a little me cape, it's good cape. mini capes. Sea cape. <laughs> mini canopies. Yeah, so I, I took I took him on first with my um, Bagration German list I'd come up with, which was German Panzergrenadiers backed up by Panzer IV 70s in the formation, 
Yep. I was using the rebuild card, which is the, min- the minus one point for slightly worse tactics. Hmm. Tactics of all plus. I think it's the negative card. Yeah. So I had two platoons of Panzergrade ideas, full strength, but no no additions. Um, three black 40s, um, two armoured half track, flat panzers, basically. And then a three, three Panzer 470s in formation. Um, is the infantry just on paper, is it as scary as it looks when it just comes hoofing towards you? It was quite scary, yes. Yeah. So we were, we're playing, we were playing <laughs> Gauntlet, which is the one where I'm That's on the cool. flanks, there's two neutral objectives, and he's racing towards them. <laughs> and we're, pl- we're playing on that damn rail yard, so the lines of sight really favoured his force over <laughs> oh, mine. Everywhere. Yeah. So he formed an attack column, and then... He basically, one big... So he... Just about managed to fit all his guys in that tiny little box you get to the attacker to set up in. Because you, you, you get a very small spearhead forwards. Yeah. And then he just basically sent that big block surging forwards towards me. Um, you, it's a good job you weren't playing. Sorry, I was going back over the, the progression um, scenarios. Now we like we say, we never play enough of the ones from the back. And there's one there yeah. with a, I was thinking about this. Um, it had a, re, uh, a forward reconnaissance unit. Right. But it has to be all infantry and you can put one platoon as essentially ahead of your forces, the recce. Forward colours against 300 sailors. I did think that that would be <laughs> that would be prime time at that point. But yeah, that must have been quite quite terrifying, actually, because he, he must have struggled to almost deploy, because it's his, isn't it his entire force? Yeah, well, no, it's, he had he his six pin on with a reserve. There's oh, okay. a reserve. Thank God. So he had his um, T-34s and C-100s in reserve. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was a big... So he, I mean, he had like two big... Hip, Hero um, rifle, but even though hero, because they're hero rifles, there's still loads of them. Yeah. And then a scout, a, a you know, Spetsnaz style scout platoon as well, plus some little four, um, little forty millimeter anti tank guns, one twenty two um, artillery guns. Had six mortars, but they were off off borders reserve. Oh, and he just ca- came surging forward, and he was. I, I was desperately trying to race the eject as well. So I took, I had a, a one to Panzergrade Ideas hook ground, a flank to get onto one objective. The other objective, I didn't have anything because the other two Panzergrade Ideas were often reserved with the Panzer 470s. Oh, so nice. I actually ended up sending my um, Hornesis to contest the objective. Because <laughs> thankfully his Spetnaz didn't have the RPG-6s that the rest of the infantry were toting. Yeah, so I could stand back just moving forward to the ejector to keep it alive. Um, and we sort of basically ground ourselves out to a draw where it was hard to say which work is going because I had the extra Panzer Grenadiers just arriving when they ended. Yeah. My Panzer Four Seventies had dealt with the T thirty fours and the Hornets dealt with the C one hundred, so his armor was dead. But he was my my infantry I had on board were down to half strength. My wisps and my wisps and my Pat Forties had died to being assaulted by Russian infantry early on. And my flak panzers. So I was on the verge of, you know, if I lost a platoon, I was going to be on the verge of a company morale check, I think, at that point. Ooh. Or very close to it, because like I say, well, actually, I need to lose my hate, my understrength platoon, the strength platoon that had already been a half strength, and another platoon. I think it would have left me with two platoons just going on. So I'd be, you know, getting close. close to but the yes, it's, yeah, so it's, it's a tough mission with Defender, because not only. Do you does the attacker have the advantage of just better drive straight forward towards the objectives? Yeah. But you are delayed. 
he's immediate reserves and you're delayed scatter reserves. So you can't even count on coming on the right flank to reinforce the right objective. That's harsh. It, that it's harsh. really harsh. It was like it was like immediate scatter reserves or delayed reserves, but you got to choose the flank. Or the scatter wasn't just two the two sides, but also the back end, which obviously gives you some flexibility. Yeah. It probably wouldn't be so bad. But as it is, getting to a draw, I felt was probably the best result I was going to get out of that game. So. <laughs> it is tricky as well, because even with um, the SU-100s, I suppose they're probably the best thing for your Hornices and mm. Flat Panzers to go after. But there's yeah. still not any high-value targets, and they're not any good against any infantry, are they? I don't know. Have they got machine guns? No. Not yeah, for the, first, for the first few turns, my Hummels are just MG carriers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Really, 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 really pricey MG carriers. But yeah, it was, it was a good game. I mean, like I say, Mike, it's an army that suits Mike because it's just like point towards enemy and Press point go towards him. Well, it's shout loud noises, surely. He was playing the uh, the Russian Soviet hymns on his uh, Bluetooth speakers as he was doing it, which is quite hilarious. Yeah. He's, but he needs to up his moustache game. That's what I was thinking. Because, I mean, that's not <laughs> that's nowhere near enough moustache for a Soviet commander, surely. <laughs> well, well, I mean... Yeah. But I mean that that must be quite terrifying because I did I do think I haven't seen a Russian a Soviet infantry list played, but I, I just keep looking at it going this must be terrifying because like what what have you got that's going to really yeah because I I, I faced it. off versus Nathan's like non-hero Strelke like a few sessions ago yeah and he was defending and that was a really tough game just to try and wade myself through this big block of yes they got a four plus save but they're still. You know, keeping their heads down and still like fitting you know, it's still like fives when it's you know, come to ground and that kind of thing to hit him. Well, it's not, it's like the artillery was doing good effect. I'll give him that, but yeah, it's it's a really scary thing to face. Well, I played that Polish game, uh, that Polish list in um, at Warfare, and that was the they're all fearless as well. But that was pretty daunting because you're like, God, how am I gonna? Like, my artillery better hit and keep hitting because otherwise I'm not going to chew through enough of this to actually make it matter. Yeah. I like to say, I mean, the, the, the naval infantry are fearless, like, yeah, are basically fearless as well, so. Good stuff. That's just what yeah. you want. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so Eddie, you were facing Seb's Americans for your first game. Right? Yeah, so I took my uh, my Flat Panzers, my Panzer 470. Uh, oh, you have Flat Panzers too? I did, yeah. I took the, the, the company, so I had the same army that I took the last bar and bash, so. Yep. Uh, uh, company Commander 2, Platoon of 4, um, and then the uh, Panzerlier, Armoured Panzerlier Company, uh, Platoon, sorry, uh, as the formation, a support of the four Flak 43s, the big old 88cm tank hunters, with four of them. Ooh. I mean, why would you not? Uh, with the car, one point card that lets them bombard as well. So that's my artillery <laughs> template. Yeah, obviously. And, yep. and uh, obviously. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. There was also in the formation, there was uh, three Werbel wins. And a um, three, yep. There's all Ooh, the points. Someone, just run yeah, out of points. I say you had some points to play with. I mean, normally you scrape around getting two in. Yeah, and then um, two pumas for the recce. <laughs> for the, the running off. Well, mine don't. That's the, the hilarious thing. <laughs> um, and then we end up playing counterattack against Seb's amazingly painted uh, American Shermans. So we, uh, lovely, plain Jane, plain Jane Sherman Company. So the usual platoon of 75s, platoon of 76s, platoon of 105s, um, one recce, scout, greyhounds, and um, jeeps. Uh, and then he had an entire 
at the second formation of uh, tank destroyers. Oh, what M10 ones? Yeah, so the actual two formate the actual M10s were only platoons of two because of the points. But then he had two of the security sections and a H- and the HQ, so he had loads of armored cars. Mm. Um, I picked maneuver, he picked attack, and we ended up playing counter attack. So I'm not sure if that suits you, to be honest. Well, I, I think maneuver just gives you some new challenges and new missions to play. So I'm, I'm mm. enjoying mixing it up a little bit. I, I think maneuvers. I, I I liked it when I switched to it from attack. It does. It does. It feels like one of those things where if you're not a tank company, it's probably what you should be doing. Yeah, definitely. Um, the only issue there was. Uh, so obviously, you know, he set up opposite me, we're fighting over one of the beautiful town boards. Um, luckily, Seb decided to, for me, luckily, he decided to just drive straight into my guns. Um, so the Panzerlier, the, the HQ, Panzer 470s, and the Pack 43s just basically were picking off platoon after platoon, bit by bit, Bloody keeping hell. it back, um, waiting for my reserves to come on. But the only thing I had to go fight on the objective was the Werberwinds. Um, which held up well they were fighting against the armoured cars and then the M10s Mm -hmm. Um, but in turn 2 one of my pack 43s took out a single M10 from across the board which meant there was just one guy left and he just passed like 4 turns worth of last stand are you kidding no (laughs) I was just like it's fine he'll be gone next turn oh he's still there oh he's still there oh no he's still there um uh, and eventually, I mean, it was, it was a good, it was a good game with lots of learning stuff going on both sides. Um, but eventually, it ended up. I was in my head, right? Okay, got to be turn six. Objectives go live. Turn six. Objectives go live. Uh, no, but again, yes, again. You've not done it, have you? Again. I was a turn late because I remember I, I forgot I was the defender, so I didn't go <laughs> first. Oh, did he? So I need to figure out how I'm going to stop this forgetting the objectives go live at a turn. Because I, you know, he had one recce unit on the objective. I'd cleared everything off. They were trying to face down four Panzer four seventies plus my Pumas. Um, that sounds less than with healthy. with with two jeeps, two jeeps and about an M eight. Um, but he, obviously the game ended because I wasn't contesting. Say, <sighs> Levy. Yeah, we got to work at some. There feels like there's some kind of dial that needs to be done. Yeah, uh, on my turn, counter though, of some sort. Yeah. A big, a big base that goes round and that says like, by turn five, you know, you need to be doing something because I think that's the biggest uh, thing, which is the fact I'm so used to playing the attacker that I just f- figured I had one more turn and I just didn't. I, I think you should count down rather than count up. You think? Yeah, that might help. Like what, a little what? spinny dial that goes like, objectives go live in five, four, three, two. Yeah, precisely that. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In fact, entirely that. Entirely yeah, the, the that. war bases do a, t- a little click down counter because Dave Madigan had one, and it's oh. just like a little MDF thing. But he got one from the <laughs> ETC, but someone had actually painted it and put a little tank on top, and you know, done it. For oh him. yeah, that was quite nice. Okay. It's a nice little object dart. Yeah, something that says "Don't be an idiot, get on the objective." Bye. Well, it, it's it's funny because you, you mentioned that because Luke, my mate, when we were playing Blood Bowl, he actually had a piece of paper sat in front of him saying move turn counter. Yeah. Because he would have a game and sometimes he'd only play three turns out of eight because he would forget 
yeah. and just turn over all the time. And even with the piece of paper, he still forgot. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not a guarantee, but I think if you had something that was just ticking down to when they went live rather than it ticking up. Cause the, well, yeah, because ticking up doesn't really help you because you have to remember what turn it actually you happens. You have to be aware by when, yeah. Correct, yeah. Whereas if it's ticking down, you're like, okay, I've got two turns now till they go live. Okay, I've got one turn. Yeah. In this case, it was case I thought I had one and I just didn't because yeah. I, I, they went, they killed, I, you know, they went live before I got that go. Um, but that was a good game. Um, and then to rack up the second time round, uh, same army, but we thought, oh, you know, we'll see how Mike does playing Germans versus uh, Nathan's Soviet blob. Oh dear. Um, and it was hilarious trying to just yell at Mike for like, no, just you do have a three-up skill. Why don't you just try blitzing to to get a better line of sight rather than just moving everything tactically straight away? <laughs> yep. Um, you know, like you paid all these points for this stuff. This this. Uh, but to be fair, his aggressive manoeuvring with the Panzer Grenadier platoon was incredible because he just went straight down one side, started hacking away, and they lasted way longer than I thought they would. What actually assaulting stuff? Yeah. He didn't. Do, he didn't do a mounted assault, did he? No, he didn't. He got them out, shot the crap out of them with the half tracks. Yeah. And then he started chipping away at one edge of a platoon with his um, just generic mm. Panzer Grenadier guys. And it was mm. uh, it was a sight to behold. Sorry, just going quickly back to um, Seb's stuff. Is it nicer in real life than it is in the pictures, or is it? Yeah. Mm, that's what it's I even, thought. even nicer, yes. Even nicer. Oh, damn it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's properly nice. So next time ashamed. what you're saying is like a five pound lump hammer to the, to the hand type of thing. Uh, you can't do that. <laughs> That's, yeah. Well, then you can see these models. Well, it's like these Germans now. We need to finish this German stuff. So oh, I, no. I don't have to keep playing Germans. It'll be good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> going to burn all my German models now. But no, his, his Americas look really nice. The modulate, the airbrush modulation, that kind of thing he's been doing. Yeah. It's like the subtle weathering. Very nice. They are really good. Cool. Yeah, we actually learned a couple of things. We so, did. Yeah, I, yeah, you did. I'm oh, sorry. Just, yeah, just forget. I, I actually played Seb afterwards in a... Um, a dust up, and that was quite a good little game. I think I said one in the end. My I sort of petered out of strength, just as my reserves were arriving. How did those two platoon tank destroyers work out? Did they run off? Not great. Um, yeah, one in our game, I managed to kill. I killed. I killed two early on, and then the other two. Um, one of them I killed, and it stayed around for surprisingly long before it did eventually run off. Hmm. You actually say it's probably. Unless you're going to commit to doing a formation, a formation with two platoons, you're probably just better having it as a support platoon. Yeah. It, it, was, it was just trying to get extra recce in by having little M20 sections and that kind of thing. It, it's, yeah, because it's the only way you can get the M20s in, which I, I, I quite like with the, yeah. the I mean, machine guns. There are black box. You could have them as a formation support unit. Mm, I don't think they are. And you don't have to have one of them when you have them no. No, you okay. can just have the HQ and two platoons of tank destroyers, unfortunately. Otherwise, yes, you, I would have that probably all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. Um, okay. But yeah, I think that's the case. But Because uh, I, I can't remember as well in the bulge books whether you can mix tank destroyers. Um, yes, well, I think in the M36 unit, you can have M36 and M10s. Yeah, but you can't the mix M18, the M18. The M18 can only be M18s, which kind of makes yeah. Yeah. sense. Oh, you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right. You don't have to have M20s. Okay, no. cool. I, I take it back. 
because you can yeah you can just have the command and two platoons of tank destroyers if you really want. Yeah. The only problem I found with doing that was again that the the issue is that if you don't have the um, armor cars in, the formation's quite brittle, and then yes. it breaks and leaves you with no anti-tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas if it's in support, it doesn't. Which is yeah. Yeah. So we, like so we, one of the things so we learnt two things out of it. Uh, two things in the rules we never really noticed. Yeah. The first one came from my game versus versus Mike's big units, which is in coherency. If you have eight or more units, you have a larger coherency. Yeah. And to start off with, I kept thinking that that applied to the number. If you have eight or more units, you need more dice to stop them in pinning in the assaults yeah. and in shooting. When I looked it up, it's actually 12 or more units to stop the pinning and 12 or more assaulting units to stop the assault. Mm. Um, get, get a lot more dice to stop the assault. And as we worked out, getting 12 units in an assault is quite tricky, it? yeah. It actually makes it... And that, once we realised that, Mike's assaults become a lot less effective because he was just basically never triggering that condition. Yeah. Yeah, so you were getting pinned on the way in, was he? Yeah. So the first, so first half of the game, he was basically, you know, sending the guys in. I, I can't, you know, right, you got, you got more than eight teams, therefore I need to get eight hits to pin you rather than five. Um, I don't. I kill a couple of guys, but it doesn't stop the assault. Assault goes, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, that was, so we, that was quite interesting, realising that, A, it's different for coherency versus pinning, the number of teams to trigger it, and also the, the, you know, the actual assault thing is assaulting teams rather than the size of the unit. Yeah. So certainly one to remember. It's one of those things that corner case, I guess, that it, there's not many platoons that can potentially get there as well. That's no. So, so it's, I guess, a, a prime example. But I think you need to have those non-hero Soviets URA be the only guys who can potentially have enough people get in to get the 12, 12 units and then oh, yeah, the, the URA's, what, six? Six-inch assault, yeah. Mm. So you do your four-inch, you know, you move four-inch follow me even do a six-inch assault. That should get more guys in the assault and possibly get you to 12 teams going in. But as we're saying, the only way you can really do it is to make contact with six enemy units and have six guys, no, two guys to each stand to punch mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Mm, that is interesting. Yeah, the but, second discussion came from your game, wasn't it, versus... It um, did, yeah. yeah. And uh, old pie in the face turner. Um, so I was, at, you know, I was sitting there going, okay, you've got all these Russian guys in massive blob, blob of platoons and the IS-2s, Nathan's IS-2s came off the back of the board. And he started driving through his infantry teams. And in my head, I was like, oh, you can't do that. And he was like, well, yeah, you can. Read the movement rules. And we reread them in version four. And, you know, it quite clearly states that under no circumstances can a tank team move through a tank or gun teams move through any tank or gun teams. There's absolutely nothing in there about not moving through friendly infantry. So you can't move through a tank team or a gun team. Yeah, with a tank team or a gun team. But you can but you just... can move through your own infantry. That is interesting because enemy gun and tank teams have the two inch bubble, two inch, one inch. Yeah, is it two inches? Well, it's, it's, it's it, um, when it comes to enemy movement. Yeah, you know, it's a whole. You can't go in two inches of an enemy team until the assault phase. Yeah, that's intriguing. But that's, that's that's a different thing entirely to what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, you don't have that for friends, and there's nothing else limiting your movement through infantry. Which, so, as we know, makes it a lot easier to do follow me moves now. Your, your HQ, because you know, following me move for 44 inches. You haven't got to keep a corridor for them like we we're doing previously. 
Yeah. So, mm. so, yeah. So you can just romp, presumably you have to clear the. It's the usual thing if you have to clear. Can't the stand lay them on top of them. them. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. So okay. Everyone's like reading the actual rules. That is, that is interesting. Well, that's why it's always nice to face new people because it just make it gets yeah. you away from your preconceptions. You actually have to look at it. And go, oh no, you're actually entirely right. We have been doing this. One. Did did Nathan go all um that was it Hardfield Parish Council on you, Eddie? Did no, he go, no, like, it's know, just like read the standing orders. No, read no, them no and understand he, them. He, he said go through it. And we went through it, and you know, it's been a couple of times where you know. Oh, both, he had. Nah. But then, well, then then he had his own one that was a bit weird in terms of how you assault infantry into another team and the shortest possible the well, shortest, shortest possible, possible route. route yes yeah um whereas if you put a team in the a friendly team in the way that then means you can't take the shortest possible route from before yes. you can't then assault in it's every single you have to do it team by team and work it out yeah but what i'm saying is, yeah but you know, in my head, if you have enough movement to move around the team you've just put in, you still get in because the, the shortest possible route has just changed. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Is as yeah. far as I'm concerned, you, you move one, you move the closest possible stand first, yep. and then you look at which one's the next closest and work out which is the closest route for it. To, yeah, and essentially, you do it one at a time. Is how I think it goes back to your thing about um, timing and you know doing cross checks at the right time and all this kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. It, it, each move has a subsequent knock-on effect on the next one potentially because you you might not be able to get something in or it might the closest possible stand might be something different now because yeah it's yeah it it can alter things oh that's quite intriguing so how long have we been playing this game four years how long yeah. oh yeah too long <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's all the different versions there. merging themselves into one thing in your head. And you, it's not you know what, oh, what you've actually read versus what is actually written. See, you made the, the schoolboy error there of actually reading the rules and like, trying to learn. <laughs> I just didn't bother, and therefore I'm never you know going. Oh, that's version three issue. Yeah, but that's where you end up going. Can he actually do that? <laughs> yeah, it was magic. funny though because we were we were lamenting the rules of the past, where it was like, do you remember when you had to take a, was it a motivation check or a skill check to enter oh, a building? Yes, for entering buildings, yep. yes, sir. <laughs> it was a like, I believe it was a motivation check. So glad that's not there anymore. Uh, like Mike said, it was like the old Ogrins don't like dark places rule. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was that one My Spetsnaz are scared of that hut. Was it, was it, uh, we don't know what's in here, as in yeah. it could be occupied. Yeah, yeah basically it's um, checking the building before they enter it, which... Well, Battlefield application makes a kind of sense, but yeah, it was a bit of a, it just had a tendency to really slow the game down previously. What about Passage? Passage wouldn't care. <laughs> Passage are the building. <laughs> so the kids in first, isn't it? Um, exactly. <laughs> oh, Hackwed's dead. Right, okay. Send another one in. <laughs> yeah, so no, good, good fun night as always. Thank you very much, uh, Mike, for hosting. So now uh, we've just got to convince Yummy Mike. Food. So, yeah, actually, I'm very jealous because he he bought sausages, didn't he? And sausage, sausage rolls, sausage rolls. And Scotch eggs. Oh Jesus yeah, Christ. <sighs> Those Bro- Scotch eggs were not taken prisoners. Quite oh, a few things. Yep. Oh, were they like got like were they like sort of baseball sized? I distended my jaw and just lay on the floor like a python. Oh, <laughs> wonder where that was going then. So that's how you paid for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was very jealous of that. I just it's, now we got Mike toying with the idea of playing Germans, we should definitely try and convince him that Team Yankees are game. 
the final slippery slope. Yeah, I, I, I do want to do that big team Yankee game, the Afghanistan doing the beach, doing with the, the um, Soviet air the, the airborne mission from the Flames of War, but with um, Soviet helicopter infantry. That would be awesome. We got to do that on a bank holiday or something, I think. Yeah, end of the year maybe. We've got enough BMPs now that we can probably do a, a seaborne uh, or riverborne assault as well. Yeah, we've got the D-Day game first. There's too many games. Well, yeah, it comes on to my, my uh, New Year's yeah. hobby resolutions. Play more games. <laughs> da, 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 Cure coronavirus. Da, da, da. Okay, so I think that's all the games then. So moving on yep. to a Loose Lips, Sink Ships, and uh, Merry Christmas on Battlefront, and What's New for 22 video that yeah. came out okay. uh, December 23rd. Okay, I'm Pete's excited. new in the yacht. Pete's sitting on his throne. If I was just looking back, and Pete is definitely sitting on some sort of throne. It should be a throne of spruce, shouldn't it? That would be a brilliant. throne of spruce, like. Da, 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 da. Lots of 15 millimeter skulls, like a throne, a throne of skulls, <laughs> but made from 15 millimeter skulls. Exactly. That, millions of them. I get sued by GW. <laughs> yeah, ultra You've got lots of skulls on this. Games Workshop owned skulls. You've used the phrase sprue for the sprue grod, which is very similar to our phrase, skulls. <laughs> <laughs> blood for shares, the blood shares for the shareholders, what? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, he, he was he was out there telling you exactly how he's going to get his next boat, the uh, Flames of War 4. Um, <laughs> it was a pretty good video, actually. It was, it was yeah. SS Not... starter set, yeah. What's laid out? Because we got... Um... What had already been hinted at in the previous Twitch was a new North Africa compendium. Yes. There's no real details about what the book is going to contain. It was refocused really on the new starter sets. Yes. And those starter sets are, oh my God, they look tasty, if you're, especially oh, if you're a new player. Except, so except go on, let's trigger except him. Except what? Except the British. Uh, well, yeah, so I'm, t- I'm talking about the two. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it, so it's two type, there's two types of starters. There's going to be a. X versus X, sort of hit the beach style one. Oh, you're right. Yes, yeah. there is. Yeah. There's, there's two, two, there's there's two, two player events. starter set, and then there's the yeah. army starters, which are two separate That's products. Right. Yeah. So you've got two two player sets. The first one is Tobruk, which I'm going to get triggered about. Cause it's, is it though? Is it that? Yeah. It's not, <laughs> it's not at all. It's, it's Italian. Um, and that's going to be, a t- yeah, exactly. It's Italians versus Brits, which is kind of Tobruk-y. And the Italian force looks kind of Tobruk-y because it's M14s and 710s backed up by Gunshieldless 88s of the Italian crew. And then the Brits of Crusaders and Grants. Okay, that's kind of rookie. And then Shermans, which weren't any, anywhere near it until like June 1942. So there you go. Were they near an American force in June 1942? I think so. I'll, I'll, I'll concede a thing. I, I, I suspect they were in, they just arrived in North Africa, Shermans, but okay. they've been building up. But you just paint those green for your 28 late war Sherman list. Yeah, this is fine. You, you can still do this for like an El Alamein game. You know, it's, it's, they should call it El, I don't, they should call it El Alamein because the name well, would work just as well. Aliens, could they? Yeah, and, and, the, and the, the kit would still work. Yeah, yeah but they've oh, already done an El Alamein starter. That's the problem. Mm. Mm. Yes. The very first mid-war starter with the three random yeah. tanks inside was <laughs> it's, it's quite It's quite a good little set because the British one, you get six Crusaders, which can build in various ways and have a HQ and then have a platoon of three Crusaders, which could be no, Crusader 2s or Crusader 3s mixed in. You've got three Grants and three Shermans. So that's a, that's a, you know, a, form, a Crusader formation straight right there, yeah. I believe. Um, uh, maybe yeah. maybe this, at the M4s have to be um, formation support. I don't think they'd like to work in. 
I can't remember. I think the Crusaders. Oh no, maybe that I'm thinking of the Div Cavalry ones. But I think there's two, I mean, two and three and three. I'm I think pretty two sure. And three. Yeah, I think, I think it's up like to five or two the Crusaders, but I think only one of them is a wild card. The second ultra choice is a wild card choice. Yeah, right. Um, so I think the Shermans will probably be formation support. But it's still, you know, that's still quite a top nice little box. Yeah, for starting the British force off. And the Italian one, I think it's about 80 points. There's a slight points but imbalance difference because it's about 80 points of Italians and 100 points of Brits. But that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a cheap, aren't they? That's the issue. Yeah. You had, you, had, you had an infantry platoon and some artillery support for the Italians. All the Italian starter would get onto the minute. Mm. Yeah. That, you know, quickly box that force out. And then the other box was a Catherine box, which all the models inside worked for, but not the way they bought for it, built them. He got five Stuarts, um, three Shermans, and four M3 Lees. So again, I'm going to point out that actually worked pretty well for British force as well if you paint it up differently. But um, I mean, the German force was three, five centimeter tank guns, uh, six pounds of threes, one HQ, and then five pounds of threes, and then three pounds of fours. Um, and they got little short barrel pounds of threes there, and little short barrel pounds of fours. I think both of those were long since disappeared by Kesserine, but. Obviously, you can build them up how you want to, the kits. I mean, the kits are very flexible in how you build they them. They are, yeah. And well, again, two uh, two solid starts to an American or German force straight there. I'm so excited for the Italian one, the Italian-British one, because I need all of the, well, need. I can use all of the models that are in it. And yep. if it's the price point is anything like Hit the Beach. Which it, is what Pete hinted at. He did. said they Hit the Beach, like, box-style boxes. That's like so the price. The price grid. of five tanks plus, you know, a bit more. Mm-hmm. I I expect it to be forty quid. That's what I reckon it's going to be. Well, they did put the price up. Yeah, yeah. In the day, so, so, so thirty-five oh, to discount, you mean? Yeah, I reckon it'd be about forty quid. Yeah, I think you better get it for about forty quid, which is an incredible deal considering that five mm. currently five yes. of those Italian tanks is thirty-five pounds retail. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so tasty. And then we got some new starters, actually nation-specific ones, because the American, the American one is pretty much the same as the American one used to be. I don't think there's much variety you can really get in a 19, no, uh, 1942 it's... American list. Correct. It's got priests. Oh, it has got little AA house tracks in there now, by the looks of it. It contains oh, 21 the, vehicles. I can just see the, the plastic. The, yeah, they are now. Yeah, yeah nice. There's at least five Lees. Three Shermans, four M10s, and priests. Yeah, it's a pretty decent force. It's not bad. The at all. German one is basically um, five pounds of fours. Six, sorry, yeah, five pounds of fours, six pounds of threes, two eighty-eights, three pack thirty-eights, and then four one fives, which is bad, really good. It? It gives all the crew to then use with some twenty-five pounds you get from somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> And then put the one of fives away for a rainy day when you actually find a use for them. Best gun of the war. Yeah. What the one of five German howitzer? I can't yeah, remember yeah. the last time I've ever seen them. They're totally used. Yeah. I'm looking forward to using mine. Right. And then we get to my personal favourite, the British starter, which is, my God, is the worst starter I've ever seen because it's just a completely random selection. It's just like we're just going to pour some random tank screws in. <laughs> now we have two nice coherent boxes, and we have the British box where we're going to throw in Grants. Crusaders, more Crusaders, Valentines, and Churchills, and I think me and Andy basically eventually worked out you could just about do a 
Tunisian list out of this, which would make a kind of sense. It's a death or glory list with the HQ grants between the Valentines. But then you have two platoons of Crusaders, which is weird because the Crusaders were gun tanks to support the Valentines. You should have more Valentines. Yeah. If, it, if they put in, instead of the extra three Crusaders, three Valentines, I think that would have worked as a Tunisian box. And I wouldn't... You'd be happy, would you? No, I'd be happy. The churches are still a bit questionable about how often they fought side by side, but yeah. it's all the stuff that was in the Tunisian I think, campaign. I think the issue sometimes with the starter boxes, it's it's always everything available in plastic seems to go in. Yeah. And I think the problem you have with the British is they they, they change they just, quite a lot. Yeah, and the Brits are too inflexible. Everyone else can mix it. They mix tanks in. Like Germans can mix threes and fours. Yeah. The Americans can have you know Grants and Shermans and Stuarts. But the Brits go one type, one no one tank type, and maybe another one, and that's it. But I mean, it's got twenty five pounds. It's got the Daimlers in there. Um, I think if you, you still, it's one of those things. If you're starting the game fresh, oh, it's still really good. Yeah, you, you'd probably get it, and then it would allow you to at least mix some match bits in once you expand those forces a bit. Yeah, as well, wouldn't it? You could, mm-hmm. you know, bring some. I mean, the Churchills are quite expensive. I don't think you're gonna, you wouldn't They'll necessarily soak just your throw points them in. up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Italian set is 488s. I'm guessing three or four 105s, because unfortunately it cuts off just as it's I think it's going to be four. Yeah. Yeah. four. Then four 47mm little, um, little anti-tank guns. Yep. And then I'm Big guessing 10, 10 M40. Uh, well, it says contains 10 vehicles. So it must be 10 M14 slash 7 Yeah, yeah. See, see, that's great as well, because you can make either. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got enough some events but I'm still thinking thinking yeah my only thing was I just wish it had only 288 so then you could combine it with the cat the um to brook starter yeah. and have then have 488s and a whole bunch of tanks whereas well you can take six, two six, tanks, you can but 688 is a really weird number. <laughs> it's a really top heavy tank this but yeah so can you but you're right eight? yes there's two there's two slots in the Italian list for heavy anti tank guns yeah, yeah, but which could be can you take threes? Lots, yeah, but can you take threes of the eighty? Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, or are they twos or fours? I can't remember now. Stand by. So I think the Lancers are one. Threes. The Lancers are one, two, three, or four. No, no. Yeah, so you, I think you can do it with the okay eighty eights. Oh. I think. Please Just quick checking. I'm uh, looking it up now. Man, check things up on the internet. Yes, yeah, so you can have the eighty eights in one, twos, threes, or fours. Fair enough. So you could actually, yes, you could have this. Uh, my deal, I'd say, just quickly looking, the 88s are, so 388s is 18 points. So that's going to be, what, 36 <laughs> points straight away for it's, Jesus. Yeah. That's yeah a lot of boom. You don't need a lot more points for the rest of everything else because everything else is so cheap. That's true. It's tragically units. true. Yeah. You got, yeah. You got hmm. two AT slots in your force, which can be 88s or Lanciers. So yep. if, you have, if you have six 88s, you can't have Lanciers as well. I uh, know. You probably don't need them at that point. <laughs> yeah. No kill like overkill. Mm. So that's yeah. So I mean that's cool. Because I mean, there's going to be an Eastern Front campaign um, compilation later in the year, which will be again have its own starter sets as well. So mm. I'd be interested to see what they do with that. They, they might, yeah, they, they might actually just rebox some of them because I mean the German one you could probably just rebox and ship back over, can you? Yeah, just swapping some Soviets and the German side would be. Do you know what I'd like it if they did? Would be uh, plastic Panzer Grenadiers instead because they've done the tank one. That'd be cool. There you go. There's some wish listing. Yeah. It's all plastic, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to suspect there's going to be a German versus Soviets. 
set to go be one of them and then possibly can you axis. do all plastic axis axis alloys versus soviets i don't think you could in mid-war because the zarinis are the only plastic tank aren't they yeah but you got the germans the german stuff as well they, they do plastic did, yeah. they do plastic infantry did they no, right, you could, no, no. no i'm not sure they did. maybe it'll just be the one starter set then for eastern front or Have italians italians yeah. again or italians a little l sixes in Poor, poor Italians. <laughs> yeah, plastic L6, you hit it here first. That's what's coming. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the next big thing for mid-war. That's quite interesting. I mean, we, I think when we get a chance to look at the book, I mean, mm-hmm. I think I get, I get the feeling it's going to be, if you've got the books already, you probably don't necessarily need the book. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, interesting. I haven't got any of the actual Africa books i might pick up anyway just to get that being yeah. it's gonna be a hefty team if it's got all all four of them as well isn't it mm. they can go next to my north africa book and my africa book from version two <laughs> sit on the shelf looking forlorn yeah yeah my north africa book looks very forlorn because that thing i got a lot of mileage out of it and the cover's practically falling off the binding <laughs> broke it's would, uh would you describe it as second hand looking s- Soiled. Let's go soiled. Oh, 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 soiled. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh dear. That's um, day, yeah. yeah. Humiliated. We then take a break from Flames War and go to Wars- the new Warsaw Pat book, which obviously was meant to come out this year and got delayed. Oh, the other game oh, that Battlefront makes. Yeah, for, for, for Team yeah. Yankee, yes. So we've got T-72 in the front. Um, it says Warsaw Pact. I forgot that um, there as well. And we didn't expect anything new out of this, but then the thing that gets revealed is a brand new T-72 kit yeah. or an upgrade spirit go along with the t 72 i suspect i was gonna say yeah it's, these ones it's blow just... themselves up yeah yeah because these ones like as you say have got era, era armor on many 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 blocks yeah because so although so this is um be, being marketed it says soviet it'll do soviet um Czechoslovakia, east germany and poland on the front uh, hold on hold on how can it do soviets because the soviets have got their book and they've got no era well, I'm wondering if, like how in Oil Wars, that T- little C- T- T-62 formation was in there, they're going to do, like, in this one, there'll be a upgraded T-72 mm. card. B, yeah, T-72B mm. formation. That would be interesting. Era. Because what they've done is, so, the actual Warsaw Pact never actually, outside the Soviets, ever used ERA. Yeah. But they were offered it in the 87 with the T-72S, which was a, uh, kind of like a, a slightly upgraded um, T-72M. Well, Shilden, which is Russian for shield. Did, it wasn't and, suppressed then. Was, didn't have a suppressor yeah. on the front of it. Effectively, it was a downgraded version of the, of the Soviet T-72B1. Um, it had no, it had the missile capability, had the older optics, and it only had half as many era blocks as a Soviet one. <laughs> but what many. they've got here... Yeah. In that if, if you look, so if I, I'll, I'll, when, the, when we put the article up, I'll put a picture up. But on the there's less, it has slightly less blocks in the front and the nose. It doesn't have the bottom row. And on the side, it only has two row rather than four rows on the side. Hold on. So this is the, this is the version that the Soviets offered the Warsaw Pact. So it was a downgraded version of one of their own tanks with less stuff on it. Exactly. We were, as we it, were as it was doing. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we don't entirely trusted the Germans and the the, 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 the Czechs, but yeah. But what they've got modelled here, the actual model, looks very much like the Soviet one, the full set of blocks. Cause I can just see the underside, underside blocks, which the, the T-72S wouldn't have. Mm. It's got a full set of blocks in the front, and it's got a full column of it's got columns of four rather than columns of two. Have, which is have you been counting blocks? 
I, I, I may or may not have been checking my reference books to try and work out what was modelled here. And it looks very much like a, T a Soviet T-72B. So it's, um, so I reckon this they will have some sort of tap back to a T-72B for the Soviets. And then if I use the same model, you might have got the right number of era blocks for a T-72S for the export model, as if they had actually bought their... Um, yeah, they never bought. Mm. Exactly. Is, well, is counting era blocks better than counting rivets? <laughs> it's a Team Yankee equivalent. You don't really have rivets in the, in the, in the, 80, in the 80s <laughs> yeah. period. So well, it's, thank you. It's counted, counting the era blocks. But um, yeah, so it's, it's interesting because it'll be interesting to see if they get the benefit of the full era rules or whether they'll have like um, the, the Warsaw Pat ones will basically be partial era. BDD armor effectively. You know, oh, the, I, I reckon they could do that because if it's going to be like bazooka skirts, it'll probably be a save, won't it? So I yeah, so, they'll give him like a uh, the Soviets like a three up save or something or a four up save well, and then the, the packed uh, five up save or something like that. We we know from like say the T seventy two the T eighty which is the first one with era blocks. It basically boosts your it boosts your um, save versus heat to hmm. sixteen. Um, so whether they give them the full benefit of the era rule, or whether the downgraded version will have basically a jump to BDD armor like their um. Soviet T seventy two have where it goes to side armor thirteen rather than the full sixteen, oh, and a slight cool. boost to front armor. It's not, I, I, I can speculate all day, but until we see the book, <laughs> we're never sure. But... That's all right. We, we enjoy a bit of wild speculation, oh, wild, yeah. wild, unfounded speculation. And the um, other new unit hmm. we get because we sent the next thing that comes up then is is new army books, um, army boxes. Now these are both marketers being for Soviets and the Warsaw Pacts. Yes, I saw that. Because the second new thing we get is a Su seventeen fitter. Which is a little swing ring. Looks oh. like a like, looks like a MiG twenty one with swing wings. I was going to ask you about this. So is this is this more like sort of second line Soviet stuff now? So it was front line for the Warsaw Pact, but second by the time it comes on, it's it's starting to receive the second line because the Su twenty five is replacing the Soviets. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it carried it had it had like rockets and bombs as its primary armament as an aircraft, but also could carry the same missile systems as the Su twenty five. So I, I'm because I see if basically the difference here is it's basically a five plus save and maybe only has bombs and rockets, so it's a low end yeah. air, and the high end air the C25 has that four plus save and the missile system. Yeah, that makes sense. Give it a bit different. Yeah, it does. But then I, I'd probably wonder how often I'd take the suit 17 even though it looks cool. I really love this fitter. Would it be cheaper? Yeah. Yeah, yeah cheaper. because bombs. You no, know, it's just got bombs and rockets. It's like uh, that's Not great. Really but we're ranging on the fives. I'll, I'd probably pass. Thanks. If it's got the missile and it's just a cheap way of getting the carry missile, then okay, I'm I'm interested. But again, because the box sets marked as being Soviet, I'm wondering if there must be a touchback for them, the fitters and the era blocks T seventy twos appearing in the Soviets. Because hmm. yeah, otherwise it doesn't make sense what it's in. But the box appears to be um, a whole bunch of T seventy twos. Two, yeah. uh, you got two, um, two of the little. Um, BRDM with the SA8s, two Heinz and two Fitters. Hmm. And the other box is a BMP Motor Rifle Battalion, which is 10 BMPs, <laughs> um, two of Trooper Tunes, and again, it looks like T62s, I'm guessing, folks. But that by, by, um, by Su 25s. Hmm. Nice. It should be, shouldn't it? It's, they'll be, um, they're all plastic infantry, aren't they? Yeah, actually, it might be T seventy twos. I might, might, might. No, it's not just like T sixty two. It's got a little front bridge at the front. 
Yeah, so one box has got T-72s, the other box has got BMPs backed up by T-62s. And that would all work for the Soviets, because obviously the Soviets were taking the 62Ms. And, yeah. But no so, Marines. But no Marines, yes. Yeah, so I'm guessing we're not going to... But we do have another new unit, which is a, those um, weird Czech... Um, well, half AA, AA, yeah. AA, yeah. Yeah, I looked at that. They look really, really... They, they look properly like yesterday's technology tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing that's going to be a resident metal model. Um, oh, God, no, really? Yeah, I'm looking at it. It looks like a resident metal I model. I could be wrong. Don't, don't we're do not going to sell enough of it to make it in plastic. Yeah. No, it's going to be a xylophone all over again, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get my hopes up. In fact, right, just just seeing the deal, the Su-17 box that appears later in the video actually has a Soviet flag on it, so they must be doing some sort of touchback. There to put into the Soviet list. But like you said, what's the point? <laughs> uh, like I said, unless you really have some points to spare, you want some cheap AA, but yeah. So yeah, so obviously at, uh, I wasn't really particularly interested in the Warsaw Pact book. You know, even though I play East Germans, I thought, nah, wait for it to come out, see what's got in there. But um, if it's good, like I say, well, if it's throwing the, T- the T-72s in, I'm really tempted to repaint my current T-72s as being Syrians, and I'll oh, buy some new T-72s for my East Germans. <laughs> Well, what would be the difference on the Syrian T-72s? They can... Oh, they're just, they're just standard um, mix of A and, A and M models for the Syrians. So I could just, just repaint them with this. You know, just overspray the, like, some sand camo over the top and change oh, the markings. Go. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. God damn it. Yeah. So where are we? So what, what, so where we are in the year? Because we wrote down what the actual days were. So April, the Warsaw Pact was coming out. And then Bulge Germans in May kick off the summer see that's a little bit yes, later please. in the year than I thought it was going to be but yes, yeah please. yes please I think Eddie's excited mm. about it yes, well please. it's got a King Tiger in the front so I think there's no clue no 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 guesses to what model's coming out um, is it the Yag Tiger yeah because it's got a plastic same Yag kit. Tiger same kit I reckon no hmm? Yag Tiger oh, oh, maybe uh... plastic Yag Tiger King Tiger single kit that's what I'm calling it now I think. Eddie, uh, have you been drinking again? The side skirts and oh, tracks do look like look like they could work. Same beer hole. Yeah, it might the be because obviously got... it's just the top. It's it, it the same with the um, Timavente. Panther, Yag, Panther, Yag, Panther. Yeah. It'll be a King Tiger and a Tiger. What you won't get is oh, the difference. It'll be a Henschel style turret as opposed to the Porsche. There'll be no Porsche option. Which yeah, yeah. Unless you do that'll leave them room to do the Porsche Tigers as a option. upgrade blister or something for Berlin. Yeah. yeah the Ertzatz units, because all, all the Porsche ones after D-Day tend to end up there for the training. Yeah. Um, or a Zimmerit Tiger as a resin kit, if they wanted to. Because mm. that'd just be a re-release of the old model. Ah, uh, see. If that, Jag Tigers might be my... That might be, be my um, bold Sherman list. Jag I love a Jag Tiger. They're terrible. Right. They're terrible, they're but also they're just the ultimate extension of Germany's like conscious Stupidity. effort yeah <laughs> like what do we need we need uh we need lots of tanks okay what we're going to do is invest a huge amount of production into this fixed casement yep. pillbox with... and then we put auto carriers in it and then yep. we lose 8-1 to coxa carriers <laughs> so, because i, I played he's... on my own board that i bought that had three rivers on i bogged <laughs> in the river to an assault unit i've read auto carriers um autobiography ties in the mud very yep. good yeah, yeah, he um he's got a confirmed kill on a a Stermovic, I think it was, in a tiger. With a tiger. <laughs> With a tiger, yeah. Mm-hmm. If that's not worth having him as a character, I don't know what is. Can you imagine? 
You can fight, you use your Yag Tiger as an anti-aircraft weapon. AA, AA-1. <laughs> yeah. AA-1. Flak AT-8, <laughs> yeah. your 88 Your 88 main gun counts as having self-defense tribute for it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a turret, so it will spin around for 160 degrees. Um, <laughs> also, what's coming out is the... Um, Volks, the Volks Grandier in, uh, winterized infantry oh, coming back. Yes, thank yep. you, Jesus. Yep. Which I missed out on the first time, so I might I might finally do a winterized German army and get these, because I do, do love them. Did you do hear you the sound when the what? video showed? A thousand scalpers crying in agony. Yeah. <laughs> Can't charge dollars yeah, for it anymore. Do you think to mix it. them in? Oh, sure. Like into other Grenadier like units? Well, to make them yeah, because they're just... So you've got two types, haven't you? You've got the winter... The winter shoots and mm-hmm. which are just the rifles, rifle MG stands. Yeah. And then they had the assault rifle, the Sturm guys, yep. the Sturm guys. Mm-hmm. And then you had some of the formations that <clears throat> had a platoon of each. Yep. So in the company, the, mm-hmm. yeah, the actual picture shows like a, like say the MG stands, which have four rifle guys, uh, sorry, three rifle guys and an MG. And then next to them is the actual guys. With, there's like two guys with assault rifles, one guy with rifle. With Panzerfaust and a rifle next to it. So I could get a box of each and then mix them together and then mix them in with plastic grenadiers and have a real ragtag 21st Panzer yeah. grenadier. Yeah. Damn it. Do it, then do it, do it. Get a little preview of three of the lists. So a Panther Late SS tank company. And presumably here, a Panther Late will be the G model with the it's extra front armour because of the chin mount it. Mm-hmm. Tasty. An Ardennes armed Panzer grenadier company, which... Really looks the same, apart from you don't have the option of having your second compulsory choice as being with or without half tracks. But you have to have it with half tracks. Yeah, it has to be. Well, it says it shows it with half tracks. Whether it is an option, the actual platoon yeah. with or without true, half yeah. tracks. They're going to yeah. get really. Well, it depends on the points as well, I guess, because they're going to get expensive quickly otherwise. Because the only thing I could see different really was that and the fact you can have a Panther late in the third platoon room formation. Oh, I see. I'm with you. So where the yeah, yeah the third compulsory slot. But the only reason I think that the actual armoured Panzer Grenadier platoon must have an option to not have half-tracks is because even the third box only has the same infantry option. So I'm guessing it must be a, it must be an option with or without half-tracks for that. In the platoon points. as opposed yeah, to being a separate yeah. entry. Yeah, Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. The Panther Late one is, like I say, it looks like it has the option of um, Panther. You have to have HQ in a Panther and one Panther platoon. Then it looks like a Tiger platoon for the second box or a Panther box, <laughs> uh, so when the, the the third one has about fifteen different choices, has about five choices in there. Yeah. Panther late, um, Panzer Grenadier platoon, another kind of Panzer Grenadier platoon, reconnaissance platoon, and a Falschranker platoon. Where's the one with the King Tigers? It's not Pardon? Sport. The King Tigers. The, being... the silhouette does look like a King Tiger, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it says it says Tiger SS platoon. Does it actually say the no. King Tiger? Yo, what? I swear I had King Tigers on. No. It, the silhouette shows a King Tiger on there. Yes, I agree. Oh, yeah, okay. We, we, well, I think Lee's saying. Oh, maybe maybe it's very it's very low res image. It might say Tiger Two actually, so it might be. I think tiger. it's Tiger Two. Is what I the yeah. one I saw because I was super like frothing about having information King Tigers because I don't think you could do that in version three. Yeah, I wonder if there'll no. be one. One tank, as in oh, yeah, you can totally. take of one. Yeah, yeah. Do you Always. think? Hopefully, yeah. Um, Break up my vest of King Tigers, then. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I've got to paint the four of those that I've got before I buy any more. 
I might, I might, I might, cause <laughs> I, might I might put the unopened boxes on the internet and then buy some nice new Battlefront ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last formation they have a preview of is the Yagpan for Tank on the company, which obviously I'm heavily mostly invested in since I've actually got some Yagpanthers. Yay. And also, it looks like it has been built in, so you can do it as everything from D-Day, Market Garden, and Nordwind, because you have to have a HQ and a compulsory Yagpanther platoon. Yeah. But then the third, the second compulsory box can be yet more Yagpanthers, so D-Day. Hornices, which would work for 654 in Nordwind. Mm-hmm. Panzer 470s, which I don't know who had them. Or then Stugs, which would work for the ones that were in the Market Garden book, I can't, whose number I can't remember, but they had Stugs and Jagdpanthers in their list. So you have a nice little cheap platoon to bulk out your formation, along with the third box then goes back to being just Jagdpanthers, and then the fourth box gives you, uh, looks like our choice of Wins or Ostwinds for AA. But no mobile wins. No way. No, which is annoying because I do because actually if I wanted to do um, the market garden ones correctly, I think they had rubber wins or mobile wagons, which yeah. I'd have to just go rubber wins at that point. But yeah. But can you take support? Will it? Would you going to be a thing where you can take the support from? Well, mobile wagons don't are generally always oh, information. They, they, yeah, they never yeah. appear as a as a support choice in the actual thing. By the way, I'm you know that's still a low, low of options. It covers off market garden D Day and. All the other things I can think of apart from the AA option. So, no, I'm mostly happy with that. So I'm looking forward to that. I might be about to quit the hobby. Why? I've just snapped the edge of my Lancia base and it is razor thin resin. Oh. Base? The Lancia base? Yeah, the firing template. So I'm having to re glue this wafer thin base the edge. Firing te- Hold on. Yeah, they've got the, the, the platform. Firing Little platform. circular platform that drops yeah, down. Yeah, the back of the truck. Yeah, that's not good. Okay. So I thought you meant the base, as in the base. Of, I was just saying, they, don't they, come they, with they the came base. on base. No, no. mine will be, though, because I've got loads of crew members to I don't. I, I was going to say, I, I, my, I base mine because I thought <laughs> this looks right, and they've got all these spindly bits that yep. probably need some kind of support support and deflection mechanic. Yeah, they're just trying to get away from based vehicles, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I know, but if that's not really a, if that, it's not really a vehicle at that point. It's almost like a... A gun team that moves. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Shush, shush now. <laughs> <laughs> right. After all that, we've got Eastern Front compilation. So that's yep. going to be, I'm guessing, towards sometime in summer. Well, speculation. Yep. And then Bulge British, which I'm obviously leaving forward to because it's got comments in the front. Yeah, boy. Not just comments, but free RTR comments because it's number 52. Um, not much shown that apart from. If you're eagle-eyed enough, there's actually a picture of the sprue. <laughs> um, there's a, a Sherman, a Comet, and a, and a Cromwell. And then just off the side, there's a picture of a, of a sprue. Now, on the first glance, you think it's either a, either a Comet or a Cromwell until you realise that the actual turret front piece, just in view, is curved like a cha- the Challenger tank destroyer's um, turret front. And the searchlight's on the right, which, again, is very much a Challenger yeah. thing. The so challenger. clearly, there's a plastic challenger coming. The challenger being the uh, comet. The 17 pounder, yeah, like yeah. Firefly. It was meant to be a main a main tank. It's like like um, so the idea was that you have whole 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 you know, whole companies of these things. Oh, but it was, yeah, because it was it, it was never as good as they hoped for. It actually ended up being basically like a Firefly to the Cromwells. Um, so you'd have one of the troops supporting the Cromwells. Could just about keep up with them. 
it doesn't I've said nice a 70 pounder. Hmm? It doesn't look as nice as a Cromwell. It, it's, it's, yeah, because it's, it's a stretched chassis, so proportions are all off. I mean, the turret's quite big and gangly. It looks although, <laughs> although it was still the Challenger, if I even keep saying, it, oh, it's really tall and ugly, it's still actually slightly lower than a Firefly. Well, yeah, that's what, what I was going to say. High, higher or lower than a Sherman? That's not hard, is it? <laughs> no, that's, that's the next pub quiz thing. Higher or lower than higher a Sherman? That, that would be brilliant. I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's going to be it. Um, it be a list of things like the Empire State Building is still lower than a Sherman. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing, much like where you, you, know, you buy a box of jumbos for your Americans, you'll buy a box of challenges to then fit out all your Cromwells. That, with, that um, would make well, a lot of sense. Version 3, they were rated Fire 3. I suspect they won't be in version four. It'll be I, rare fire I, two. Are you kidding? Were they no, really? I, I well, they had, so they have two loaders. Now the fact that's a get round the fact that seventeen pounder is such a god awful round for a tank. Um, they then made it basically saying, "Oh, chances of rate of fire three because they have two loaders," which was always a bit of a questionable um, choice. But there was one cool list which was in the night the eight Natshager for the fifteenth nineteenth um, lancers who were basically yeah, the wrecking. Uh, yeah, who were the, basically the, who were the recce guys for um, Lent Farmed. Was it 1517th or 1519th? I can't remember now. 1517th. 1517th, yep. And um, they had, because everyone else had got comets and they were getting like, they were basically the last to re-equip. So they didn't have enough comets. So one squadron basically got all the Cromwells and Challengers <laughs> and they had whole platoons of Challengers. So you had like a HQ of Cromwells and Cromwell CSs. One platoon of Cromwells one between the challengers, and then you can have an optional third between the other Cromwells or challengers. Nice. So well, it'd be interesting to see if there's a car for doing that when it comes back in. But yeah. Um, and after that, we get a little pro- preview of Red Dawn, the Invasion of America, which is basically what Wolverine has basically turned into, which was mentioned. I'm very... Yeah, Jazz up basically got guys in kit. They're um, the really cool amoeba suits I painted up previously using the Army Bits ones. And they got the BMD2 in there, which is a little a really cool um, paradroppable um, light tank slash IFE kind of thing. It's got mm-hmm. a missile and a cannon. So I'm hoping it's going to be a plastic one of them because there's so many different variants you can make of the BMD. Like it's like um, it's like a bit um, a BT a BTD, which is like the APC version. It has no turret, but it carries ten guys inside. Right. And there's like a mortar carrier. There's an AA version. The AA version is just take the APC and weld a two centimeter anti-aircraft gun on its platform to the top. <laughs> yep. So there's lots of things they could. Call. I'm hoping they'll have that in the kit and they can do all those kind of things out out the, out the box, as it were. Yeah, that's gonna be such a cool force. Hmm. I, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'll be. I'm gonna be straight up. I'm not. I don't particularly care for the idea, the invasion of America scenario. But it's kind of, you know, kind of cool. But but having the VDV and having all their kit, I'm, you know, I, I'm up for that, definitely. As I say, if it's a way of getting the VDV into the Team Yankee world for you, mm-hmm. Lee is on board that bus. I am on board that bus. I'll, I'll, and they, have, they did actually fully embrace this, because this year's Team Yankee objective, if they have a tournament actually have it, is a BMD2 sitting <laughs> next to their um, not McDonald's sign, because it's a yeah. W rather than M. I thought, and as someone said, that look, look really cool next to the actual um, fast food joint. I want M- Whopper Burger or whatever. Yeah, it's the Team Yankee, yeah. that Team Yankee um, <laughs> model we have it next to it. So, I, I one way or another, I'm going to get that objective. Cause I'm all up for that. Yeah, that'd be quite cool as well if you combine it with the Bratty wagon 
as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A burnout, yeah. Mc, burnout McDonald's with the brat wagon next to it. Exactly. Actually yeah. open. That's because uh, the Soviets that... captured him and imported him into America, so they needed to their brats. And that's pretty much it, except for there's actually, much like a Marvel film, a post-credit scene. Oh, was there really? Yeah, see, if, so if you think right, it comes up with Mid-War, Africa, Mid-War Forces North Africa, the logo. Mm-hmm. But it's then got four tanks in silhouette, which, if you remember back version three and Mid-War Monsters, you'll quickly recognise as a TOG, Ooh. the Ferdinand Porsche, yeah. um, the sedimentary Nonti, and the M6 heavy tank, the American <gasps> M6 heavy tank. So Mid-War Monsters. Mid-War Monsters are back. You know, answering a, answering a problem that actually no one was asking for, we now have many more monsters. <laughs> do, or do you think that might be? Do you think that's just going to be them, or do you think they're going to be <laughs> mid more monsters? University. I'm asking from a purely selfish Semaventi seventy five thirty four perspective because if I can get those back in, it means my, it means mm. my Italian forces, well, my my German forces for Italy. Um, I'm still needing a platoon of four of them. So, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hope, you know, I'm, I'm hoping we actually integrate the formations into the book and make it really impossible for TOs to separate out later. But we're sure we'll find out soon. Hmm, I wonder how they're going to do that then. That's yeah, yeah. It's almost as if we got the, we got, we, you know, we have a review, we have a review copy, and we'll be talking about it in the next episode. Do we? <gasps> Spoilers. Do we have a review copy? Yeah. So yeah, there you are. Nice. Ready? <laughs> yeah, I've just dropped a load that's of so cool laughter. Right that's. Oh, oh, I thought that oh, was just your wallet yeah. laughing at you going. <laughs> oh, there was one last little bit. They actually, um, I confirmed that Great War Nam and Furring will be going back into production as well oh, next thank year. God. Yeah, so we can finally, I want to get my Israeli infantry at long last. <laughs> I need some. I don't need some, but I do need some um, <laughs> Egyptian BMP infantry because I've still got that BMP formation for the. Do not paint enough infantry stands. You can't just use the guys. No, you can't. No, you can't. I don't think you can. So I might that might be Yahtzee at that point on Egyptian formations for Foen as well. No, it won't be actually, will it? Because they've got those armoured, uh, the defendi, defendi ones, the bunkery type ones, which I haven't got, and I've got no aspirations to. Yeah, I think they've got some. Because I think that, maybe they haven't. Maybe I've made that up. But I thought they had another option. I thought they had an option for it because you, it's, they had something stupid in like eighty-two mil recordless rifles, and you think, oh my god, what am I going to do? <laughs> it might scare them. Well, I suppose the only thing Sherman it might take out, but anything more modern than that, they're probably in a bit of trouble. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Are they, are they still going to be on the separate? They're going to be on the separate side, aren't they? So you have to keep an eye on the, the, the far yeah, end site. Yeah, hopefully have some sort of announcement. Thank God. Yeah. yeah be on like that like a tramp on chips. <laughs> okay, so um, 2021, year review. So yeah. obviously not as many releases as, as we're expecting at the start of the year come out. Well, but we, we are still alive, playing. so. Yeah. Well, yeah. There, was, there was not only the pandemic, you also had the Suez crisis, didn't you? Yeah, which I forgot about for a bit, and then someone reminded me that there was that week of hilarity where there was a boat just stuck in the sewers, <laughs> stuck sideways, yeah. stuck sideways, going, "Oh no!" And then there was the little digger meme, which I'd forgotten about as well, with just the little digger trying to dig him out. <laughs> yeah, um, so again, I, made me laugh. I, th- 
I think I worked out. So that Team Yankee, all it had was the West German book. Yeah. And Late War had Axis Allies and Bulge US. And Mid War had the Axis Allies book. Yeah. So, out of those choices, what was our favourite book of the year? For me, Bulge America. Oh, you see. Honestly, it's predictable. It straight away. Well, yeah. Because yeah. it's 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 proved a commitment to you know maintaining version three's armies and and depth of character, shall we say? And uh, it's got some amazing plastics alongside it. Yeah, but the Team Yankee to West End book had a weasel. So I mean, the Team Yankee West End book did actually do something cool by having like say that second line um, Jaeger formation, which was right. something unexpected. Yep. It was really cool to see. I, th- I think but, that was quite a departure, actually, from what we'd seen previously, because it had that, and it had the full Shimiega, and... Yep. Um, Lots of light now, infantry. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That said, I'm still tending to favour, I agree with um, Eddie, that the Bold US was the highlight book of the year. Yes. I, I think... I think you're probably right, actually, but I do think that the <laughs> Axis, the late war Axis, did provide a lot of bits that were missing. Yes, especially yeah. on the east, you know it was Eastern Front predominantly. Uh, in mm-hmm. fact, almost exclusively. In fact, it just was Eastern Front. But having things like the Romanians being able to be on both sides, I thought was a really, really nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Hungarians becoming back in was excellent. Yep. Um, well, it's really cool. That from now on, when, when talk tos offer people, oh, you can bring two less Axis first allies. Romanian players <laughs> going, haha, just one army, a few different support choices. Exactly. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> What it's do you mean? Genius. Yes, yes. Since I bought that, what? <laughs> yeah, I swap, up my, swap up my Panzer four seventies for IS twos. There you go. <laughs> I, I would love someone to be contrary and actually just do it the other way around. Oh, you've bought Germans, have you? Are oh, we taking my German allied Romanians? Ha ha ha! Don't give Coxer ideas. Exactly. Just <laughs> They're all people. painted grey. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, for yeah. the Romanians, that'd be correct. So it's probably going to do those in Dunkirk. Three times, yeah, three times. All painted green. What? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, th- I think that 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 might be a close second actually. But the mid-war, the mid-war one, kind of, I kind of passed us by. I think. I think we just looked at that and went, "Oh, it's all the same stuff, really." Yeah. yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't the. Um, yeah, it wasn't anything groundbreaking because I don't think there was anything new per se in there. So yeah, I think when you're we, right. I think when we revisit mid war, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. once once both compilations that we'll have a we'll, we'll sit down and have a well, thorough actually, thorough review of mid war. Do you know? Do you know what I think it was? I think mid war they were still releasing too soon because I think by the time you were kind of like going, oh excellent, you know, this is your Stalingrad stuff came out. We've got the buildings. We can do the city fight. It was already you know like two books ahead. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. It helped the buildings. The buildings were late, so I was very yeah, exactly. Issues from doing it. Um, maybe we should. Uh, do you think they'll be in the compendium? I suspect so. Yeah, I suspect they'll get they'll get sort of um, dragged in that way. Along mm. with the Italian, they'll have some sort of version of the Italians in there, perhaps. Oh, that'd be awesome! Like Eastern Front Italians. Mm. Yeah, no... actual actual justification of having an L six formation. Yes. Exactly. No, no tanks for you. <laughs> No thanks for you. You can just have ten kits. I, that was one of the things I, I did think I'd like would be to do this sort of the periphery units around Stalingrad, and mm-hmm. you know the ones that got smashed by the Soviet 
<laughs> absolutely smashed. Yeah, absolutely yeah. Totally <laughs> destroyed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think it's got to be the bulge Americans because it, it also just opened up a whole new look at the way that the Americans were compiled. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's just it's just a game from a gaming perspective. More options always better than less. So. I think it's it also the... painted what you were going to get out of the other Bulge books, which then made us super excited for what they were going to bring. Uh, I'm not that excited about the Bulge stuff. I've never have been. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. But yeah, if it gives me some options to do 21st Panzer in in Germany and um, the British for um, uh, Blackcock in the south and stuff. Yeah. And the, what was it the Schelt offensives and stuff? Schelt. Yeah. Still not watched that movie yet. Every night, it's really good. Yeah, I imagine it is. It is really yeah. good. You need to get on that, Eddie. In fact, pause this now, go watch <laughs> it, and then come back in a couple of hours and tell us well, what you thought. Yeah, it's, you know, been trying Before to be we... a little bit, a little bit more festive rather than uh, my dad. Dad sat us down. And said, oh, I really want to watch the Spitfire documentary on Christmas Eve. He's like, okay, Dad, we can watch that. And then uh, Tacey hadn't heard of uh, Doodlebugs and V1s and was like, oh, we can talk about that tomorrow. I was like, I don't think V1 technology, terror weapons, Christmas Day. Yeah. That's the perfect time. Yeah. Well, it's, well, it's, it's, it's exactly what the little baby Jeebus wanted. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what was our favourite model for the year? So obviously from, it's going to be... Is this from aesthetic or is this from a gaming perspective I, I, get, uh, I have a quote whichever criteria you want to use I'm, I'm, I'm easy on this one define so. best yeah fine whatever your definition of best is okay <laughs> is to, like, define best by saying whatever yeah. your definition is works I, right. I, I see I'm torn between because I'm going purely aesthetics I'm torn between either the Leopard 2 for the West Germans or the Easy 8 for the US okay I think those, yeah. those are my two my, my two of the favourite new releases and both plastic as well Obviously, the little weasels are also cool. And Team Yankee, that was also good. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the toe-armed weasel clearly is mm-hmm. the the preferred weasel option. Weasel toes. Yep. Weasel toes, exactly. He uh, sounds like a Christmas monster, actually. <laughs> Beware Behave weasel or toes, weasel. Well, exactly, exactly. Be be good, or yeah. else weasel toes will steal your lump of coal. <laughs> Blow up your main battle tank. Yeah. Uh, kiss under the mistletoe. Yes. <laughs> kiss under the, <laughs> the mistletoe. <laughs> So, so whatever criteria you want, Duncan, what was your favourite model of the year? So I think, I think that my most surprising model of the year was the Zerini in plastic. I don't think anyone expected that. No, that's that's, that's entirely valid. It was not 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 on my even on my horizon as it was. So. And even more surprising was the fact it was rate of fire two. <laughs> <laughs> so, Which so makes it would be better. Mm. Was two H just sitting seething in the corner? Yes, just crying. Yeah. Yeah. Weeping into a small pot of a small stein of beer, going. It's all politics. <laughs> Why does no one love me? <laughs> I used to be popularity that. contest. I used to be rate of fire too, and everyone loved me back then. Yeah, now I've just got a barrage. Oh, you've got a barrage too, have you? Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> and you're rate of fire. Then you're rate of fire too. Yeah. <laughs> but that was that was genuinely something I wasn't. I, I when even when the the um the Hungarians were announced, I didn't think they'd do it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's got to be up there. Um. I think the plastic M18 as well for yes. the same reason. Um, maybe the plastic chaffee because of the same, you know, I didn't, I didn't know they were going to potentially go down that route, and I think it was a bit of a surprise. But um, my favourite, favourite model. 
I mean, so far you're just listing out all the models that came out last yeah, year. Yeah, I know. I'm all just of them. making my way through. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for the German Jaeger infantry from uh, the World War the Team Yankee book. Ah. Because, I again, wasn't expecting them. They're slightly different to the West German stuff that's out already. And I've got to really pick an infantry model because that's, that's my jams. <laughs> so having a tank is outrageous. But, yeah, I think that's probably it, actually. I think that's... They were really cool. I was, wasn't expecting them. The Force Yamiga is still cool, cool to me. So, yeah. Sweet. Right, Eddie, what was your favourite model? Um... I would agree with you on the Easy 8s and all the plastic American goodness. However, I'm going to go for the plastic uh, Panzer 470. There you go. Oh, God, I forgot. Was that this year? Uh, it might. Oh, I suppose it might because Bowles Germans came out right at the end of last year, so maybe it did come out early this year. I can't remember. Was that not this year? The Bagration. I think, I think it was. It? The Bagration book came out last year. But I mm. painted them this year, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, exactly. I, I, I painted two eighty eights. I built ten years ago. I'm not sure I could have counted them. <laughs> well, I actually painted the. You also, the, the company, you, also paint, so. you also painted a bomber, Eddie. That doesn't mean it's. B twenty. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we'll take the plans of all seventy on the basis. Well, that'd be an honourable mention, but I'm going to go for the plastic easy eight. I was going to say, unfortunately, because of Lee's or the jumbo, ridiculously flexible ruling. You know what? what I did is say this year. I did, I did, I yeah, thought it, you didn't say that Eddie, Eddie painted it this year. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's my okay. favourite because I painted it. That's the category. <laughs> just, um, to, just to round out our tweet. Oh, sorry, go on, Eddie. No, no, it's just going to wax lyrical about the fact plastic jumbo as well. Plastic jumbo is also good. The fact they're that, not resin because those things weigh a ton. And there's <laughs> no more bent barrels. Yes. No more wobbly jobbly barrels. It's a clean break. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Exactly. AT12. 76 <laughs> mil. Stupid easy eights. <laughs> so, just to surround that section. So, what was your what was your gaming slash community highlight for the year? <sighs> Duncan. Oh, sorry, I was just saying. Um, I have to say, I think my highlight was, and I think they're still doing it, was the fact that Battlefront started doing that competition for people to um sending pictures of stuff and they would give them some plastic crack but the whole time you know that we were in lockdown and all of this kind of stuff because it's hard to forget, remember now but this time a year ago we were <laughs> casually sashaying our way into a, another you know um yeah never lockdown, another yes. lockdown. Sale. yeah exactly the 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 fact that they still did that. I mean, they, you know, they're a manufacturer, and everyone's going to go. Oh, you love Battlefront. Well, they, they, let's you know, let's be nice when they are nice. You know, mm-hmm. they did a nice thing for people, and they, they're still doing it. They're still in the newsletter, I think, that comes out every week. Yeah, they still show people's models and just encouraging people to do stuff. I mean, I would have blown my own trumpet and said R one, but you know, we only ran that for a little bit. And um, well, I think it's fair to say our idea gave birth to the Battlefront idea. So. <laughs> Well, yeah, probably. I think Eddie still claims credit for that. So. Okay. I think that, that was definitely that was one of my highlights. The other one, I think, was Warfare. I, I really loved just getting back and actually playing playing some games, meeting people yeah. that I haven't seen for a very long time because of everything that's gone on, uh, meeting people for the first time, like Soren and Petter and, um, you know, the, the guys that come from all over Europe to play and all over the world, in fact, wasn't it? But, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
that's that's definitely a highlight for me. Um, I think, and actually, just actually playing with the guys in the barn, I think it's probably my third third thing. Um, you know, seeing the community take a bit of a bounce back because you know I think it did did take a hit for a while, and it's you know we like we said we've been playing for three or four years now, mm. or whatever it is, four or five years, five or six years. <laughs> How long V4s come out now? I can't even remember now. That's really bad. I don't. I, I couldn't tell you. Um, we're trying to work out the other day, weren't we? And so we, uh, I, I couldn't quite work out. I'm pretty sure it's at least. I mean, so I'm just quickly glancing. 2017, I think, May, February 2017, the first yeah. book comes out for. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be five years then in February. It's going to be four and a half years because I came, I was, I got my version four rules when I was at UK Games Expo, uh, still working for Stevium. Blimey, but that that I think is, you know. It's good to see, and you know, I think version four's had its detractors and things over the over the various years. But I think even the the guys from you know that you, you play with Lee that you played with for years was you know it's not a perfect rule set by any stretch of the imagination, but it's it's a good set of rules that plays quickly and you have a lot of fun doing it's it. Good so. enough. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. if I think it helped that late war largely. It sucked the so, so, Yeah, late, late, late war nailed it. For much, much more than mid war did. And I think that has been the thing that's helped get guys back into it. Yeah, I think you're probably not too far off the mark there at all, mm-hmm. in all honesty. But yeah, I think that's probably the. They're just playing some games again because I think we went uh, the whole of 2020. 2020. Yeah, I'd think what. Where I was then for a second. Yeah. We went the whole of 2020 without actually playing any, anything really and mm. just playing some games again. I mean. I think we we even had a couple of games at the dice dice saloon in the new the new improved dice saloon. Yeah, which was lovely. Few, yeah. Yep. yeah, just getting back to some semblance of uh, of some normality. It's not normal, but you know, I'll take what I can get at this point. I think yep. one of my highlights would be uh, your friend Luke turning up to day <laughs> oh two my of God. the tournament and yeah, being, what, what position was he in? He was second. He was second place on day two without having actually played a game. Yeah, turned up, <laughs> turned up, lost two games, and still ended up sixth. It's just like, <laughs> and where did I? Yeah, where did I come? Having played all, all five, bottom. Thank you. Spooned. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I think so. My highlight. So you've already covered off the bot, the barn, and re-establishing like, yeah. uh, a Brighton community game, which is a big thing. Um. My other highlight was, like I say, getting back into Dice Saloon when it reopened. So we actually started playing games down there again, which was really nice. You know, table service is good. You've got that nice big airy space. So we've got a bit of ventilation going on. Some pizzas. Pizzas, the pizzas have come back. So that's a, happy days again. Um, and this, my other one for the was um, basically our patron, our patrons. Yes. Because oh, yes. we, yes. we kicked it off last January. So it's now been what, almost a year. Yep. And they still haven't realised this money's coming out of their account. Yes, I know. It's amazing. So we got we have, we, we we started from zero. We got thirty five patrons, which I you know I, it was what I was hoping for as a sort of starting point was to get over thirty, which we managed to achieve. So that's good. We're going to be doing some new things soon on tiers, which I'm going to be explaining soon. We'll actually work out what I'm doing with it. And we're going to hopefully, like I say, now we're getting past lockdowns. So like we're going to try and start doing some cool things with video content and stuff. But yeah. Once we can start working out how to do it, which is and, then, and then watch the rapid decline in our Patreon supporters when they realise yeah. that we definitely yeah. have radio, radio faces. Yeah, let's <laughs> get a haircut before then. Yeah. 
So yeah, big, a big thank you to our patrons for supporting us so far. <laughs> where we find out that Duncan's recording in his Waffen SS pajamas every night. Exactly. <laughs> My Herman Goering t- uh, teddy bear. <laughs> Herman Goering did nothing wrong, t-shirt. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> You've just misunderstood. Fatty Goering. <laughs> Interviews well. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, right. So squad goals. What we all? What's our aim? What are we aiming to do for twenty twenty two people? Make right. it to 2023. This is my thing. <laughs> that's, that's a low bar. I'm already. I, I know Eddie has got vast plans. We'll go Eddie first. Oh, Massive. God. I am going to hugely overcommit to a million and one <laughs> things. Do half of them a quarter of as well as I want to be. Get depressed about the whole lot, and then uh, die under hobby launch. No. Um, so here we go. So we had my wheel of hobby focus, which was anything but, um, which I still have the list for. Uh, which will be revisited at some point. Oh However, new I remember that it fondly. You know, I've raised my hand. Just culture. I'll raise my hand, and I will say I have made a mistake because that was a mistake. Was it? Yeah, it was because it didn't focus me at all. Well, the problem, um, if anything, the I got problem more was distracted. Like you, yeah, I was going to say you like spinning on it more than you like doing anything, which was the problem. yeah, exactly. So I had to think of another reason for the hobby wheel of of, of focus. Um, instead. I'm going to have the Fez Pleasure focus. The Fez Pleasure? Um, oh dear. I don't, I'm not sure what this is going. Well, upon which I will finish one project. I will define... When I start the project, I will define what it is. I will finish that project before moving on to the next project. Um, and then the Fez caveat, because it wouldn't be a, a Fez goal without a caveat. Oh God, without some kind of get-out clause. Yeah. Is that it will be a you know, wargaming, historical wargaming project, a scale modelling project, and a Games Workshop game project. So there'll be three things. So, the, so you, what you're saying is you're going to do three things this year, one one each of those things as a min, as a minimum, right? No, so no, 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 no. at a time, right? At so a time. at the moment, so my next my next thing, my thing I'm working for planes for, for historical wargaming is my Italian army for that, that go. So you can't start a new historical thing until you finish that one? Correct. Okay. So, right, and, I'm taking and bets to avoid... now. <laughs> when are we saying this I... is going to go out the window? So that's why that's why building the Hummels was a little bit cheeky, because they're not the Italian right. things, but I wanted to get those to the same state as my Wesps, so when they become my... That's fine. You know, my next project might be, oh, I'm going to paint my self-propelled German artillery which is the Wesps and the Hummels gotcha. and then that will be a thing um, oh, and there's no definition in terms of the size of the project either it's not like an army project it's just a project, no it just has right? to be yeah so it has to cool. be you know to a to a point so it will be this one's a big one because I want to get done before that that goes forth and play some games with it so that's why it's the whole army mm-hmm. right um and then the the logic behind the scale modeling thing and then the games workshop thing is then that gives me if i get sick to, sick with the project you got some options i've got mm-hmm. something that's completely different as a that's not a bad idea. um yeah that is that is my mature so so we need to have a th- so, so there's going to be a three step update each month on each yeah. one of your projects yeah projects okay okay so uh, that's actually more restrained than I thought it was going to be. I know, right? That's why I'm so excited about it. Oh God, he's grown as a person. God, I'm not <laughs> sure I can deal with this. 
It is day one. <laughs> it's day oh, one. It's literally the 1st of January, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, right. That's good, okay. So, my goal is basically try and nail this um, dat dat go. Get at least one tournament done in Brighton. Maybe stretch to a second one. I want to try and organise a big Team Yankee game in the barn. If Michael, Ooh, let's go there. So fun. we can do, like, do, the helicopter, do the helicopter assault mm-hmm. mission. Um, I'm going to try and do the same thing I did this year, which is try and do three 100-point forces. Ooh, okay. okay. So basically, um, so very loose kind of thing. Not necessarily new armies. They might sit within existing ones, but... Mm-hmm. But there'd be 100 points worth of new stuff in a, almost like a self-contained force, as it were. Nice. I really want to try and get... Obviously, the DAC is going to be the first one, which I started off. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to try and get a Team Yankee one, don't which I'd be Americans or Israelis. Yeah. And possibly late war Americans. I would D-Day or Bold, I haven't decided yet. Nice. And then... But I'm also conscious that some sort of bold Britain's going to come out and then those comments are going to have to get done. <laughs> so they might be they, they might be one of the three forces. Like Duncan, what are you what's your what are you aiming for? I haven't really thought about this, which is a bit traumatic. Um, I'm going to I think I'm going to do the Steelwell thing. I think I'm going to try and play one one late war list. Ah oh, yes, I'm going to join you in this. I think. Hmm. So I think I'm going to try it. Um, uh, yeah, I think I don't know which one it is going to be yet. I'm, I might do my British, you know. I might have to do that. I might have to play the British into the ground. Um, a because I like the look of them, hmm. and B because I think there is something there. So we talk about the Keith Flint list, yeah. Keith Flint, uh, yeah. So I'm not sure about variations and about changing stuff, but I think I think yeah, I might give that a go. I might see if I can play that all the way through because then the aspiration would be to play that properly at Warfare. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm the, mm-hmm. okay, okay. well, I was going to say, so I'm, I'm the same thing in that we, we found that white dwarf clip of yeah. uh, Nigel Stilwell from um, Stillmania. Stillmania. Yeah. Stillman. Stillmania about having one army, playing that army, not changing anything. So, what if everyone knows what you're bringing? It means that yeah. when you win, you'll be the best with it. Um, so, I'm going to do the same things I did, you know. For this year, for the late war, yeah, so mid war army is going to be my DAC, uh, not DAC, <laughs> changed it already. Um, mid war army is going to be <laughs> going to be my Italians for any mid war events that happen. Um, yep. And then late war, I'm thinking uh, of doing British as well, but Brit Paras. I, th- I think that's, that's yeah, because I don't actually know. Warfare might be mid war. We don't know. We don't know what the points level is going to be. We don't know anything. Yeah. So actually, um, yeah, probably having a list for each is probably sensible. Mm. But I, I think I'm going to play... So I'm going to try and play the Brits at like almost the detriment of everything else, if that makes sense. So okay. I'll, I'll, I'll play them if I can. But the, the thing is, I, I appreciate that's going to be boring for people. So um, I think I'm going to have to have some change up in there as well. So I might... I might. I'm, the trouble is I might have to go back to Germans and just see if I can make Germans well, work think... for me. I think what we should be aiming at, because we did say that Warfare might be, you know, does a, the Axis and Allies thing you can swap out. Yeah. Oh, is to have both an Axis force and an Allied force, that's what I'm looking at. Oh, yeah. So my Allied force is going to be my D-Day British. Yeah. Um, it's a two-formation force of Rifle Company, Churchill, Churchill Squadron, with an mm. M10 season support. 
Okay. My German force, I haven't quite nailed down yet. It's only certainly going to be the Panzer, some variation of the Panzer force I've been running, where it's around Panzer fours, the Stugs, possibly some sort of support, and yeah, that Spur Band card from infantry support. Yep. Okay. I just need to nail it out as to what it's going to be. I mean, that's going to be my late war Axis and Allied force set. Okay. For the year. I think that's sensible. So yeah, I'm going to play my. I'm going to try and get good at playing my British. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's probably one. Um, I am going to try and get like last year was the year of the Soviets. I think trying to get them painted. I think I'm going to try and get the. Um, I'm going to get try and get the 21st Panzer for late war done, um, and the British for late war. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know actually in terms of new stuff coming out. I don't. Like, I had loads of stuff like in terms of Team Yankee, but I've painted all my Iranians. I don't really want to do any more with those. Um, I might try and pick up the um, what do you call it? The the rest of my Dutch, and actually finish off the Dutch stuff. So I've actually got that finished. I mean, I've got loads of it, but um, I don't think there's. I might not try. I, I tell you what, mine's going to be is. Um, I'll try not to buy anything new again. I've got plenty to get on with. So see how long I can go in the year without actually buying a new sprue. Ooh. Yep. That might be one. I think that's probably sensible. But yeah, um, so play with the British. Don't change anything. Still still mainly it. Um, do paint my... Another late war German army. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, yeah, what else do I want to do? I don't think that's it. Maybe run... Maybe I'll try and run a tournament at, at Crawley as well. That'd be fun. If people are interested. Definitely. Nice. Well, see how that gets on. Yeah. Okay, which tournament tournaments, that brings us nicely to events. There are things. So, at the moment, 19th to 20th of February, Dat Dat goes forth in Brighton. Yay! Yep. And the chase Axel by getting the tickets. I was going to say, can I? How can I buy a ticket before yeah. um, like my <laughs> money runs out? out. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know Axel was trying to get no tournament sort out first, and he's going because he, I don't so care I about other tournaments, Axel. I care about my tournament that I'm going to play in with my friends. How dare you? How, how dare you, sir? I'll, well. I'll, give, I'll give him a prod tomorrow, and we'll get that yeah. sorted out. So. Or else we'll, we'll send Mike down there to look at him with his. You know, strange eyeball popping look <laughs> until he relents. Staring at you. <laughs> you know that look he's got where he kind of closes one oh, eye. The, the Popeye, yes. yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. The Popeye look. Popeye, yes, Soviet yeah. stare intensifies. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Uh, the 9th and 10th of April, it's Carivery at Battlefield Hobbies, which is 100 points late war with yeah. mission specific tables. Come on, boys, lads, yeah. lads, lads! Podcast weekend. We could on tour. It's a lot of fun. The curry on the Saturday night is particularly good. <laughs> I'm not driving to Daventry for a curry. Well, you don't have to drive. I'm taking my car. You can just get a seat in my car. All right. So I can. What you're saying is I can sleep till Daventry. Uh, Daventry, yep. sorry. You can sleep till Daventry. Okay. We'll get the no cheap B and B to Daventry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that'd be cool. Actually, yeah, I'll see if I can sort that out, Eddie. Oh, I totally should. I'm, I'm, it's a proper good weekend. And I've never been to Battlefield Hobbies either. It's uh, it's in a, a freezer. Oh, good. Is that why it's in April? It's an old industrial freezer unit that's been converted into a war game store. Oh, is it actually warm, though? It's it's 
it kind of self-regulates its temperature, so it's always that slightly warmer than outside. Th yeah, so it's okay. quite nice. That's cool. I can have a rummage through the um, the old Flames of War blisters then as well. Yeah, totally. And then and then immediately renege on one of the things I just said, which is not <laughs> new. Well, technically, if it's out of production, it's not new. That's true. It's old then, isn't it? It's old. Ah, genius. <laughs> Get out of foibles. Rules lawyering is that, that is rules lawyering to the highest degree. It's the yeah. war against barracks lawyer. Yes. <laughs> so how many how many people how many people have they actually said that there's a maximum of? Um, Hammy will just cram more tables into spaces to play in. Okay, so it's not it's not like they said it's a thirty-two player tournament or something like that. It probably is, but I can't be bothered to go look it up. So fair enough. Oh, is it on the? Oh god, it's not on the old forum, is it? I keep forgetting stuff there. Maybe. I think it's on the actual website. So on the Battlefield Hobbies website, there is the okay. ticket still available. Um, it's going to be wicked, especially if I take my Lake Warbrick powers. Burn a nation from the nation. Seventh and eighth of May, Banningrads again at Battlefield Hobbies. Demonstrate hundred point mid war competition with the amended points. Which not oh yes. Released, I don't think. Um, I'm not sure if they have or haven't because I think Mark's had a squeeze at them, hasn't he? Because he shared them. Ooh, maybe. Because I always get um, confused because I just look through and go, "Oh, these are points." Yeah. Because I don't, I don't, I don't know the, the actual the context well enough. <laughs> it's just like, oh. Uh, I, don't, I yeah. can't see what's changed here. Exactly. Exactly. Um. 12th, 14th of August, maybe is the European ETC, whatever. Uh, 13th and 14th of August, maybe the BGS, BHGS at Nottingham Trinity University. And then the 12th and 13th of November is Warfare. We don't know yes. what it is. Yeah, Farnborough. So we've got a date and a place, but we don't know what the tournament is. Yeah, Farnborough's going to be interesting. <laughs> so, What's the BGSH thing? He just British said? Historical Gaming Society. So they used to run... Oh, I can't remember. Is it Conflict? No. They used to run a, a tournament okay. weekend. Well, like a show thing or a, just a, a playing stuff? Like a big gaming. So they had, I think they did the teams. It was uh, the old teams battle. Yeah, double, doubles and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Um, and that's in Nottingham? Supposedly. It's possible oh. they need to find a volunteer to run the competition at Nottingham Trent University. So cool. that is what I've got on my list so far. So if you have got an event anywhere in the world, anywhere at all, anywhere you'd like us to plug, Zanzibar, we'll plug it in Zanzibar. Um, Zanzibar variants. Ulaanbaatar, we'll plug we'll plug stuff in Ulaanbaatar. Um, <laughs> wherever, just let us know. The email is shoot and scoot podcast. That is all spelled out. So the word shoot followed by the word and followed by scoot and then podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we can get Eddie to yeah read it out and uh, pretend that he knows what he's talking about. Shall we scoot and shoot then, gentlemen? We can do. We shall. So, what show, what's our stats for today? What have we been talking about? Oh, I really green. want to pass. So, yeah, it should be a five up. <laughs> okay. It's a three. Yep, there you go. Should have played Germans. Yep, should have <laughs> played Germans. You, that's your willpower check, Eddie, to resist, like doing hey. something else. Fearless vet focused. Fearless yeah, I'm a train wreck of a podcast. You've been listening to a shoot and skate the main well podcast and the team at Breakthrough Assault and UK. It's brought to you by support from Battlefield Hobbies, Dice of War, and the Hobby Pile of Doom. He's a death. Hopefully, it won't be the Hobby Pile of Death. Doom! Yeah, it's, it's that Indiana Jones uh, 
thing, isn't it? The last scene of um, yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. You swap out the one blister of Flames of War with an equally weighted uh, pile of turret magnets. And then the rumbling oh, starts. Men working on this. You look behind you and you see it. The Great yep. War starter set has started to slide off the top of the pile. Oh, that's a heavy one as well, because that's all lead. <laughs> Yeah. You are listening. Oh, so now he talks. <laughs> and it wasn't me for once. Oh, I could edit you out, though. That's the thing. That's the beauty. I can just silence you later on. So it's not actually an issue. <laughs>